This episode of an unexpected podcast is brought to you by Jim Spano. Thank you. Hello, friends, and welcome to an unexpected podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lane. And we're talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the Shire of America, the beautiful state of Ohio, and a little village called Amanda. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, we'll be covering the breaking of the fellowship as a part of our journey through Middle Earth. Yeah. Now, is that not sad? That we're journeying through Middle Earth or that, we're that the fellowship is breaking? They're both. Yeah. It's just kind of crazy. I guess I mean, like, you know, we're, we've reached, like, the end of... I know what you mean. I'm messing with you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's crazy. It's cool. You've got a facade. You're this, you know, awesome, big, strong guy, <laughs> you know, who's just never cries. I think I've cried several times. <laughs> Almost every episode it's cool. at this point. I just wanted to be emotional. No, it is. No, he I, won't let me. Well, I think that's... We've been sitting here, you know, adding stuff to the uh, to the doc and talking about what we want to, you know, discuss in this, in this meeting. And I think that we've been delaying it because we're, we don't, don't, don't want it to, to happen, Mr. Photo. I know. I don't want to say goodbye. Well, I, I just, I love, this is my favorite book. I know. So it's hard that way. I love the beginning. It's my favorite film. So it's just, it feels like, don't go. Just don't, just don't go. I know. I don't even know how, like, I don't even know how to put it into words. You know what I'm saying? I can tell. Right? <laughs> is it not <laughs> obvious? Because, like, I think I debated before we started this, like, it always takes about 15 tries to get into these episodes. No, once, uh, one, one take. One take. But, um, yeah, I just didn't know really how... You're having trouble dealing with your feelings right now. Something's going on. Yeah. So, I'm breaking inside. You yeah, know? I've seen it. So. I've seen you break inside. Anyways. <laughs> table. <laughs> table Let's go to our contents. table of contents real quick before we get too rambly in our yeah. quick council. Um, we are not, not much uh, out of the ordinary. We're going to be talking about a little Facebook uh, thread that we're going to be putting up there, a post um, that will lead to a thread, rather. Gazing in Galadriel's Mirror, uh, which will be for an upcoming episode, um, and an outline of our upcoming schedule as we ride on toward the two towers. Yeah, so, so, so. pay attention to that if you've wondered um, what's what's coming up. Uh, we're going to have that detailed with dates yeah. and what have you. Yeah. So, all right, friend, uh, it's time to jump into the quick council here. Quick council. So, How are you, man? You know what? I'm great as always because I'm talking about Lord of the Rings, something I love, I'm passionate about, I love the story. I was uh, listening to it again on the way down here, um, you know, uh, after school, and I'm I'm emotional. I mean, like, I just was like, this is... It's a pretty rough chapter, isn't it? It's crazy. Like, when they said the end, at the end, I was like, there's got to be more. Hold on. What's going on? And actually... Rob Inglis did kind of add that on his own, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Because it's not the end. It's not. <laughs> he it took some is. liberties there. He really did. Yeah. Tolkien probably would have sued him, if we're honest. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't, Wait, what, I don't yeah, know. In this, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's not the so, end. Does it actually... I, mean, I got to flip to the... doesn't actually say the end. <laughs> I don't think does so. Okay. I think he took some liberties there. All right, good. Uh, but anyways, you know, so yeah. I'm. Uh, but wait, uh, back to school though. So that's yeah. something that we've... We, you were also back to school back here to recently. School. So. First week back. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel? You feel good? Um... By rights, I shouldn't even. <laughs> I shouldn't even be there. <laughs> so I that Tuesday I, feeling. I don't know uh, whoever posted. Who posted that? I, I know it's coming up. But I'm sorry, I jumped the gun. You did. Lane's got this all Aaron, outlined. Aaron Segura. Aaron. Yep. You're a wonderful, wonderful person. Yeah. Uh, thank you for posting that because Di- I was dying laughing. I showed that to my dad. We laughed uh, long and hard about that. Watched yeah. it several times. Yeah. It's just so, so accurate. It is so accurate. Yeah. But uh, what, what else is going on? You know. 
I mean, that, I did a uh, great first week of school, probably the best first week I've ever had. Uh, it's, it's funny. Like, um, my first like four or five years of teaching, I was in a different school every year. Yeah. And this is my third straight year being at Mount Pleasant, which I love. And, um, it's like, it's honest. I honestly feel like I get to go to my job. Not that I have to go to my job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I love, I love the school I work at. I love the people I work with. The kids are amazing. I get to go with Goldberry every day. We teach at the same school, which is amazing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So like, and, and stuff that I, I knew I would gonna, that I was going to have to do doesn't feel as like scary or uh, daunting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm almost, I almost feel like it's going too well. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like as a teacher, you expect yeah. a bunch of things to go wrong. It's it's going almost too well right now, which is good. I feel comfortable with, yeah, with the, the whole situation. In the in a, in a groove, the groove routine. man. The yeah. groove is nice. Yeah, that's I like what we that want. groove. We're gonna need that in uh, you know uh, the upcoming season here, as we we got a lot going on. I know. You know, and I'm excited about it, and yeah. uh, it's 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 overwhelming, but like. I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just this mixed bag of emotions right now. It's oh. just crazy. Well, you know the, the fellowship is breaking, Ezra, but there are still you know pockets that could, that go on. Yeah, the fellowship is always in our hearts. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so you know we're uh, you know you take that boat out, man. I'm coming after it. I might drown. Okay. Or vice versa. You know maybe I'm paddling away and yeah. You know you're gonna drown and I'll just keep going. <laughs> but, <laughs> Well, all right. Well, you guys heard it there. Pull you um, up. I'll pull you up and we'll debate for a little bit and say, well, I can't go cool with you. Of course you can. Come on, baby. Oh, it's okay again. <laughs> Emin Muil, here we come. So we're, we're, you know, just a couple hobbits marching Mount Doom. We are. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's exciting, but we actually have to get through the chapter at some point. So I don't know. Do we? Do we? Can we just do linger? we? Can we linger? Maybe yeah. we could do some ASMR. You want to do some? <laughs> Whoa. No. That's coming later. Um, Might be the next poll. Is it creepy or not? (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Um, I think it's it for quick counsel, man. I'm just, I'm ready to. Oh, I just. Before we do that, I want to do a special thanks to everyone who uh, sent me sleep tips. Um, I I don't, guys. I don't even remember mentioning. uh, Ez had to jog my memory of when I even brought this up last time we we met and talked. Uh, I forgot that I mentioned that I have trouble sleeping. Uh, Going to sleep has always been a a really hard thing for me. Um, So. Christine, Yella, and Kale all sent me tips on yeah. on in their own different ways on on how to help me get because I love when I'm finally asleep. I love sleeping. Sure. It's not that. It's like this this thing of uh, I'm always afraid the next big thing, like yeah. big as soon as I go to sleep, big news is going to happen, like or or something incredibly important, and I'll I'll be eight hours behind everybody else. Are you, it's weird. Yeah. I don't know. Always been that way. Always been that way. And there's more that goes into it too. Yeah. But is yeah. there like a list of things going through your mind, or some, or do you or ones people who like, sometimes it just won't shut off. Okay. Uh, yeah. Even if I want it to, it's like no. And sometimes it's uh, if my phone's nearby, and sometimes if there's no phone, it does. I, I have I've literally laid in bed and just stared at the ceiling and been like. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. I've even resorted lately to be like counting sheep. Wow. Like a little kid. And it's just, yeah, it's crazy. So it's amazing. And that, like, it's, what a cool thing that you can men- just mention something. And I see this on the group all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned something and you have this outpouring of, of support and help. Yeah. Positivity, kindness, yes, all sorts of good stuff yes, going guys. on there. I yeah. mean, this is really a truly, a, we've said it a million times, but it is a fellowship, this group yeah. of friends that we've become. So that meant a lot to me. Um, so I really, I really, really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, time to drop some eaves yes. with old Samwise Gamgee. Um, some Amazon TV series news. There's not a whole lot out there. 
Um, so in the next few weeks, as we, we do some different kind of episodes, we won't be dropping Eve. So keep an ear out for us. We will as well. Um, maybe even paying special attention to JD Payne and Patrick McKay. I haven't had mm-hmm. time to go look and, and look up their official Twitters, right. but that might be something good. See if they're, if they're uh, putting any clues out there. Uh, maybe if they have, uh, pages on Facebook or, or some other online presence that we can kind of, uh, be trying to spy and see if they're dropping any nuggets for us. I mean, what if in their tweets it was like every third cryptic? Letter, yeah, you know, right? You circle it. There's some sort of elven there. dwarvish yeah. code or something. something there. I would. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, me neither. So we got to find them first. We got to find them and try and decode their. Uh, you know, they're talking about breakfast, and it's really about break sack and breakfast. If you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Um, also, Ephraim shared an article that um, it's up in the group, I believe, just kind of indicating that the show is indeed. Um, you know, considering and eyeing New Zealand as the location. So they, they want to try and make that happen if they can. Um, they should. I, I think so, too. I think if you want to keep in the, the visual continuity with the, with the films, you, you really only can go there. Otherwise, you're going to be flying all over the world. You know, New Zealand's the place you, like, like they've, they've proven you can go there, film, and be in one country and get everything you need. Otherwise, you're going all over creation. And that's, that's the beautiful thing about New Zealand is it's got everything right there. Right. So yeah. let's keep our fingers crossed and hope that mm-hmm. happens. Uh, Tolkien biopic has been, I think, um, it's it's uh, in Hollow Earth or down in Antarctica. Antar- yeah. That's somewhere. Antarctica. <laughs> I don't know when it's releasing. I, I haven't even checked in a while. Uh, you know, so we'll see if that hey. ever. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Last last week I said, though my voice just cracked too, a little bit there. Last week. The breaking of Ezra's voice. Of, let me sip on a little bit of this here. Yeah. Okay. So last week you said, uh, or no, I said, um, who said? That, who's on first? What? That uh, it might just be like the biggest joke ever, right? But I'm kind of <laughs> starting so to think elaborate. it's actually probably out in some small theater. <laughs> <laughs> we just have it like maybe they're trialing it in like I don't know Singapore or something. We yeah. just don't know about it. It's out there. Like the, the yeah the official. The first, uh, oh, wow, okay. We're official really red carpet talking. Well, you know, premiere is in I don't know some s- small. Yeah, wouldn't that be hilarious? It would be pretty good. We're sitting here um, like we're waiting for it to come out. <laughs> so yeah, you know, we know that Tolkien has his lost tales. Maybe it's uh, a lost film as well. Yep. Uh, in other corners of Middle Earth, we've got uh, we got an update on the uh, the hashtag BBWT Billy Boyd World Tour. Mm-hmm. Yep. Heading out somewhere uh, soon in the states. Has it come back from? It has come back. It from has Scott. come we back. Talk about that with and, bearing uh, gifts as well. Yes, and so by amazing. the time that this episode will be posted, it will be in um, the mail. Ooh, excellent! So, yeah, which which is Perfect. fantastic. And I think we're going to send it to the states so we can kind of uh, get it kind of <clears throat> bouncing around. You know, cool. uh, quite a bit. So because it was just a, it's such a long thing to go international back and forth. It's Get around the States a little bit, and then we'll send it out again to another country. Awesome. So Awesome. A uh, special little tidbit about the uh, long-expected party coming up. Guys, it's only a month away. Pretty exciting. Uh, Chase McKinney, we t- uh, told you before that he was uh, making a kind donation um, uh, towards the party, and he's actually going to help pay for a banner that's being created. We're going to hope to kind of recreate something that we see in the films for that party. And so when this party, guys, eventually turns into an international Tolkien Festival, mm-hmm. which we all know it's it's gonna it's going evolve to. into that. Um, we'll have that there, and it'll be like an original piece from from the very first party that will just follow us throughout, the, throughout the ages. Wow. It'll be our it'll be our banner that we fly high at every 
at everyone. So That's freaking great. And we'll all be there someday. I'm telling you, it's going to happen, guys. Yeah, it it's is. very exciting. We'll make it happen. Yep. So anyway, thank you for that, Chase. That 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 means a lot to us, and we really appreciate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, did you want to go over the the second point there, the Facebook thread? Yes. No. <laughs> Wait. What? In, in in other corners. Facebook thread. Oh, I missed. The, Gazing. I read in, your line. It's okay. You steal my lines. Am I blue or green? Guys, he writes them. Then he takes them from me. Yikes. He, he, you know, it's just it's ridiculous. Can I get a word in here? Butterbar mode. Um, yeah, so, uh, okay. Because I think yeah. this is worth mentioning. and I think This is big time, actually. Yeah. Skipping um, this is basically, a, we can't. So By go. the time you're listening to this, uh, there will be a Facebook thread coming up. Uh, or a Facebook thread on, on, on the Facebook page. Not the group, the page. Yep. Okay. And it's going to be called Gazing in Galadriel's Mirror. We are going to be doing an upcoming episode, guys, where literally the entire format for the show, the outline for the show is what you give us. Okay? Uh, we want to take this time to reflect back on the book, uh, The Fellowship of the Ring, the first two books, uh, first part, I guess, um, and of our trilogy. And we want you guys to flood us with your favorite parts. Mm-hmm. Um it could be from the book. It could also be from the movie. It yep. could be comparing the two. Um, anything that has to do with the Fellowship of the Ring um, in, in our journey so far, post it there. And we're just going to read it. We're going to react to it. We're going to talk about it. It'll be a fun kind of change of, of pace and, uh, and format. It'll be a lot of fun to do. So, But it, yeah. it relies on you guys. You know, Even if we have only two of you, we're still going to yeah. have the episode. Yeah, we're still going to. So it, it, it'll we be great. We need you. We need you, we really and, do. and we know you'll come through as you guys always do. So yeah, All right. that'll be up. Please, even if it's just something small that can get us get us talking and and, and relating to uh, yeah to character your, your impressions. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Favorite character, Tom Bombadil. Um, setting, you know, right? Um, all, Anything all that good stuff. You know, We'd love literary that. device that was used in the book. I mean, yeah. go deep if you want. I'll so go, go deep. Yeah. Uh, okay, and uh, I guess I'll do the green now since we're way out of whack. <laughs> so uh, we were, uh, we're just a week away from the release of The Fall of Gondolin. Uh, Mike Charles, uh, thanks for the heads up oh, yeah. on the Alan Lee signed copies for sale. Did you get one of those? <clears throat> um, no, I haven't ordered that yet. No, I don't know if I can. I don't know if they're still... I don't know if they were either. Mike got one, though. That's crazy. So we, maybe we could have him send a picture when that comes in the mail. I'd love to see. Yeah. Man, that's... You know, think... I. I Thought I was getting ahead by pre-ordering mine, and then I'm th- the more I thought about it, I'm like, that's gonna be so valuable someday. Right. I think you have to order it though from, yeah, like, like, like she kind of shared the link. It's just uh, it's not something that you have to kind of either through the publisher. Or, Is it from the dark web? Or I don't know where it's. I didn't think it existed, <laughs> but uh, anywho, you can yeah. read the next one too. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. So um, let's see. Oh no! I remember I said I said this one. We are. Yep. Never mind. We got it. We're going to be good on that one. So um, yeah, moving on. Sorry, guys. Well, who who made this one? Uh, so I did want to do a quick thing. I don't like to start doing this because you guys you guys post so much stuff in the group that's amazing. And uh, with school kicking back in, I haven't been able to follow like I, I like to. Um, it's just been kind of overwhelming getting a start. And uh, yeah. So anyway, um, go check out the Facebook group. It's amazing. Uh, you got Mark Lombardi making Lemba spread. You've got Yella asking for your Argonath. Uh, Phil Seidel uh, connecting history to Middle Earth. He's going to do that mm-hmm. weekly. Yeah, Matthew Dugan jumping in on the Tolkien versions and sharing his uh, his copies. Uh, Santeri checking my use of the word husbandry. <laughs> so thank you for that. Uh, Miriam Webster checking out there. Cody Cross drinking some Dwarven Guinness. Jim SP's masterful map of our own Middle Earth. Mm-hmm. 
Aaron Segura giving us a Lord of the Rings back to school shout out and so much more. Um, like I, I, I tell Ezra before uh, every time we get on here in podcast, I'm like, man, I wish I could just literally read the page. He's like, Lane, that that's why the page is there, so we don't have to just sit here and read. I'm like, but it's such good stuff. It's yeah, such good. He's yeah. like, yeah, but that would be really boring. I'm like, yeah, you're right. It, it would. Well, you can go check it out yourself. It's an explore. I mean, you can go and explore it. That's that's where the 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 cool piece to it, I guess. Absolutely. So I I love to just after work sit down and 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 hop in there and see what what everybody's saying. You know, because sometimes I only get like the first you know uh, two or three. People are commenting on it like continually. Oh my gosh, you guys are awesome. So the community you're building is it's incredible. It's a marvel to uh, step back and just well. And and I gotta say too, those of you who are in there. You know, um, it's just it's neat, neat to see the personalities, right? You've got educators in there. You've got uh, people like you know sharing the histories. You've got people yeah. uh, with, with with humor, yeah. uh, uplifting people. You yeah, know, all sorts of different things happening. Yep. And I the think music angle, it, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, that's what makes it great. It's so. unbelievable. Alrighty, got a couple of polls to uh, review here. Uh, last week we we asked um, on the Great River who kind of creeped you out more. Uh, last chapter was it Gollum or was it Boromir? Gollum, uh, he 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 won this vote, sixty-four uh, percent, mm-hmm. and Boromir thirty-six percent, eighty-eight votes. Who'd you I, vote for? I voted Boromir. Me too. I actually thought, with especially where we're going in this next chapter, that he was he was going to win. But Gollum still uh, reigning champ for creepiness. You know, I guess not really well, surprising. He, he spazzed out. So yeah, I mean, so that's yeah. probably why he but. did. I know, kind of muttering to himself and biting his nails. Mm-hmm. Very very frightening. And then we had a bonus poll. We said who balloted better. Was it Nimoy or Lanezra? <laughs> and 59 of you voted. Uh, poor old Spock only got 19%. I was kind of overwhelmed by this. And we actually got not to toot our own farts, but horns, but we got uh, 81%. 81%. So, I, guys, that, like that was a great suggestion. It was so much fun to do. And, and yeah. I actually, um, you know, I went back and I listened to that just because I, I didn't hear it. Uh, and I was like that. It was just, I, I, and I listened to Ezra's part like probably five times just on repeat. Bilbo Baggins. Like it just, it killed me. It killed me. I don't me. know what was happening, honestly. So funny. Uh, and, and I have to say real quick before you move on, like that yeah. whole last episode, um, guys, if we could do another poll, like what happened to Ez? Was he, <laughs> was he asleep during the podcast or was he like, it was so late. And also like you had just done such a, so much research on that chapter and I really wasn't into it. So well, I here's have the to thing. apologize. Cause I just, I don't know, man, you know, I just, uh, I fell in the water, you know? Well, and, and thankfully I, I threw an oar down, you know, I mean, I, I don't, and you're saying I did a good job. I don't think I feel like, I feel like I was kind of drowning too. It, it, it is my favorite part of, this is my favorite part of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. my favorite part of the book, but I love this part in the movie. So like, yeah, I'm on hen, I'm on law, the tinned rock, that whole area is like, I mean, I, okay. I have a funny story, uh, you know, a little sure. uh, sidebar here, so, but we, um, when we were in uh, New Zealand, Sarah and I were on the South Island. We tried to get to this location. Because I wanted to, really? it was like 50 degrees this day. Yeah. And I told Sarah, I'm like, I'm going to risk getting hypothermia. Uh, maybe I wouldn't have gotten hypothermia, but definitely pneumonia. Sure. And I'm going to strip down to nothing Yep. and get in that, in that lake. And um, I'm going to do a little swim in honor of Samwise and almost drown maybe. She was like, Lane, you're nuts. I was like, they don't call me Hurricane Lane for nothing. Okay. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and so anyway, we're on our way there. We, we were going by maps only. We didn't have any GPS or definitely no phone signal or whatever because we didn't bring our right, phones right. Uh, so we we're going on maps only and Sarah did a great job of navigating for us everywhere we missed it by a branch what so really? so in New Zealand um, especially the South Island like uh, uh, 
roads are also used for uh, herding your sheep. Yeah. All right. So the sheep were herded onto one side, and they had their they had their dirt bikes, and they were riding them, and they and they had their dogs corralling them. The sheep were going to the right, and we we're like, uh, we're, I think we need to go left. We're going left. We needed to go right. So we headed left, missed it. We could see the mount like the the mountains that were around that area from a distance, and we just never got closer. We we kept going further and further away, and I was like, you know. No, no big deal. I think I, I think it probably happened because I, I think something really bad would have happened if we made it to that lake. But anyway, such a location that I love so much that I wanted to go there, strip down to nothing, get in that water, and risk, you know, severe harm. I mean, we can still go back. You can always go back. Well, can you? Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, that's, that, well, that's a chapter we'll, for the appendices. We'll <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I love this. I love this uh, uh, this setting. I think it's just so dramatic with the waterfall and the fall of a character. I mean, it's just there's yeah. a lot of the you know the 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 hill of of sight and then you know the great eye that is revealed to us. Yeah, and piercing. Again, it's there's so much play I, going on. I I'm disappointed. No, you're right. It's it, it's amazing. I am just disappointed in myself because I don't feel like I have a good grasp on the lay of the land. You know, and then this helps. You're a such a bit. compass, man. You're such I'm, a compass I'm serious. man. And so like, it's just maybe because it's in ruin and I'm, I'm trying to really, you know, yeah. map it out. Now we had some people in the group really uh, help with that though. Yeah. And I got to see some, some nice visuals there. Yeah. And I think you provided some today as well. For yeah. Me in, in, Kurt and Kelly uh, gave us a map and then yeah. I, I found a little something too that I, I threw in there for you today. Okay, yeah. Cool. But I understand that. I understand you needing to see that. You know what I mean? You're, you're a directional well, guy. You've got to have the. The it just, map. It just. I don't. I, uh, I should have thought about it last week. You know. But well, when they're in the drop the ore in the river, lake. You know, it just. It. I guess to me, it's like it's got two sides. Yeah. What am I seeing here? Right. You know. Um. I. I don't know. You know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty simple as I don't know what you don't get about it, but you know, there's there's an east bank <laughs> and a west river. bank. <laughs> what am I seeing? <laughs> uh, I don't know. That. I mean, I was in a weird place last week. So. <sighs> all right. All right. All weird right. places can be fun. All right, so our upcoming schedule. You want to go ahead and read this for us? Yeah, sure. Um, so now, those on, are release dates there, too. Are they? Good, okay. Yeah, those are Sundays. So on September uh, 2nd, we will do our Fellowship of the Ring uh, book in review, and that will basically be you and I yeah. kind of going over, uh, pulling out some of our, our big parts, things that we really liked, uh, looking back over the whole book. Uh, we're going to do our top five takeaways from the book, yeah, uh, from the story, and then we're doing our top five takeaways from the journey as a book club. Yeah, the so experience. Far. Yes. Yep. 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 Okay. So it'll be it'll be shorter than three hours, our normal length, but it'll be fun. It'll be cool. Nice little change of pace and format. Yeah, and I honestly think you need it. I think it's just sort of a yeah, little breathing time. Yeah. Well, and we almost drowned after all. Yeah. Drew, drew that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but thinking back on the whole, you know, uh, both books, you know, mm-hmm. and just. Everything that happened, you know, as, yeah. as Bilbo said, you know, when we came, uh, you know, to Rivendell, like you've mm-hmm. got chapters worth of stuff here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's worthy of know. reflection, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, so anywho, so that's going to be on nine two uh, on September 9th. Uh, we have our, um, fellowship of the ring book to film. This will be fun. Yeah. So I think we're going to kind of compare the two, um, yep. look at differences, what we liked, you know, what we didn't like yeah. interpretations, stuff things we like wish would have made it into the film that, that, yeah. Stayed on the book pages and yeah. Right. Yep. So on uh, September 16th, uh, we have our Fellowship of the Ring, Gazing in Galadriel's Mirror, uh, Time to Reflect, You Write Our Script. 
Um, so really, we're going to get a lot of responses from you. You'll hear us talk about it. You'll have time to think about it. Um, what were your favorite moments, favorite characters, yeah. settings, places? You know, if there were any histories we, we, we missed, um, we'll really need your yeah. help for that. And, that yeah, uh, that'll be that uh, those threads to that um, that post that's, that's on Facebook. We're going to give you now. a couple weeks, too, yeah. so, because we know some people are catching up. We yep. have new listeners all the time, and so uh, it'd be nice to get as many people in that on that thread mm-hmm. as, as possible. Absolutely. So, okay. Um, and then we on uh, um, September 23rd, we are resting in Rivendell. Uh, we're going to take that, uh, that week off. Um, we actually have the the party yep, uh, going party. on, so we have people coming in from uh, different different areas. We've got um, the Dumford is packed. Um, packed man. It's actually sold out. I Amanda's think. population is going to double. Yeah, so uh, pretty radical there. <laughs> um, so we'll be we'll be resting and taking that week off, and then the following week on September thirtieth, uh, we will start our reread of um, the Two Towers. Yeah, very yeah. exciting. So you got some time to kind of. Uh, catch up or, or, or get ahead into the two towers and, and start, start uh, shifting gears, thinking towards yeah. the, uh, the way our, our story starts to splinter, kind of. We have uh, uh, two kind of main groups that we're following as we go ahead. Well, so. and honestly, you think about September. I did just kind of dawned on me, right? Yeah. You know, that time um, in this story and then in previous stories, you know, in back in the Shire, yeah. you know, just, uh, uh, I don't know, it's, it's sort of, it's just a nice time to rest and, yep. and sort of reflect and things. So yeah. it works out that it's September, doesn't yep. it? Yeah, it is kind of perfect. Yeah. yeah. So Pretty cool. Wow. Pretty cool, man. All right. <clears throat> time to get into this reread, yeah? Yeah. I okay. think we're right on time. So right. Awesome. We are good to go here. So diving into the reread here, um, this is uh, chapter 10. Uh, the breaking of the fellowship, and uh, we have some Facebook responses here, don't we? We have some from the previous chapter, the Great River. Yes, we do. So we we haven't really been putting that um, that post in there for you to to comment on because you guys have been having those conversations anyway. Yes, yeah, so much the in the group. Yeah. Um, so Luca actually, um, she went ahead and took the liberty, I, and I I really love this that she did this. This is really cool. You guys can you guys can do this every week if you like and this is great she said yeah. since i didn't find an official thread to this week's chapter i start one here personally i really like this chapter in fact i really like all the chapters where nothing big happens i thought this was an excellent point as because mm-hmm. uh, i can relate to this because you know i love the very first you know right the happenings in the shire the small talk you know the yeah. the, the rumors of of things and in the the land of the big folk kind oh of yeah idea. yeah so yep. these smaller adventures are the ones that drag me closer to this world into the characters this is how i get them this is how i get to know them better see their development mm-hmm. unfortunately these small adventures uh, are the ones that you usually cut from the from the movies i had the same issue with harry potter where i loved um all the little things normal school days happened with them in roxford um i I would love to hear more of the boring adventures in Lord of the Rings, too. <laughs> I'm with you. I love it. Yeah, the long yeah. days paddling on the river to see what they're talking about. Right. How Gimli talks about his folks. How Legolas tells more about Mirkwood and Boromir of the battles against Mordor. All this stuff, all the history and details about Middle Earth. I love that. I'm a details guy, so yeah. I like that, too. Yep. And even uh, the usual weekdays of a normal Middle Earth citizen. What do you think of the chapter, The Great River? I mean, I got a question, too. Sure. You know, uh, you know, the summer we went fishing, right? You're out, you're out in the lake. Nature calls. Yeah. Got to take a wee. Yeah, you do. All right. Fellowship. They're not pulling over every time someone's got to pee. How do you do that in a canoe? Yeah. How do you do that in these boats? 
I don't know. You gotta be careful. Those are real like. Is Gimli, I mean, is Gimli putting one end over and Legolas is is leaning on the other end to balance? I, I want to. Well, that's real life, man. <laughs> that is real life. They got a cup in there. I mean, that's what's going on? Do they not have to because of that liquor they're drinking? I don't know. Just the thought that goes Thoughts. through my head. So, uh, you know, what do you think of the chapter? Um, you want to read Jim SPs? We'll kind of trade. Yeah. So trade this comments. is largely my biggest uh, complaint about a, a, a lot of literature. He says, um, and a lot of uh, book to uh, movie translations. Uh, the small moments, the last dramatic moments, um, are what immerse you into the story. Uh, you know, they're what they're what uh, attach you to a character, a place, or an event. Yeah. Um, and I get that. You know. Yeah. Um, that, that that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You, it's that buy-in. It's that uh, those conversations back in the Shire that just mm-hmm. yeah, all that indirect characterization, mm-hmm. right? That can mm-hmm. happen with people talking about. You know, either a place or a character or what have you. Yeah. You know, is is really because then you know you are you're not being told directly what's happening. You've mm-hmm. got to kind of infer. You've got to make this up in your mind. You've got to kind of put these pieces together, mm-hmm. and some of it can be conflicting. And then you've got to decide those 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 details are super important, and they do often cut it out from the movies. And I love too how it almost make, we've talked about this before. It almost makes the story feel. Um, it, it helps like slow time down, I guess. Like you feel like you can go spend time there if if you want those kind of more mundane, slower parts of the story. You know where to go find them. You can spend time there. You can break that down. Uh, you can let it linger. I don't know. It's like I I don't know. Like your favorite kind of food. You can take it slow, kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the films, they're they're often so short that you know you watch them and they're presented a certain way, and it's like oh, I've seen it once, or it, it goes by so quickly. It might be just a couple shots, and you 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 watch the movie so many times that you forget it's even in there. Yeah, you right. know what I mean. Um, so yeah, in 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 the book, it comes through much stronger. Uh, so I can I can totally understand that too. Aaron Segura just said she loves this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steph Lynn said, uh, since this is my first read of the books, I actually enjoy this chapter since they are new to me. Um, as they aren't really in the movies. I really enjoyed the characters at the beginning with Tom and the Old Forest, although I was excited about uh, them seeing the kings in this one because I love that movie in this scene, mm-hmm. or that scene in the movie. Yeah, um, yeah so, uh, yeah, the Argonoth is a, is a big, uh, big moment. Really, really cool. Right, yeah. yeah. Love yeah. that. Um, oh, gosh, uh, Nico? Nico, yeah. yeah. Uh, same you know, feeling here. I love these almost... Uh, you know, uh, contemplative, you know, chapters where yeah. they are um, one of the things that I really liked uh, during the reread. Thanks to Ezra and Lane for bringing us back here on the river. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just sort of, you, you, you know, when you've uh, you've read something, right? And then yeah. we get saturated with those movieisms, yep. And then you come back and you're like, wow, that's, that's, that's refreshing. You forget. Yeah, you know? you, yeah. And like we've talked about before, the films are so much, they're, they're, we love them, obviously, yeah. right? Most of us, I'm, I'm assuming. And they're so much more easy to access. You can throw them on. You right. can have yep. them on when you're doing something else and multitasking. And uh, th- those are the ones that kind of stick, unfortunately, more. And then you go back and you and you reread and you're like, oh, my gosh, I forgot this happened. Mm-hmm. I forgot yeah. that this was a, a huge part of the story that is a, isn't even a blip in the movie. It's crazy. Right. Um, Christine Clement said, I had forgotten how vastly different this part is in the book. From the movie, it really is. I mean, there's they, they have a, they're shot at from with you know the arrows. Mm-hmm. Honestly, uh, the book version is way better. We don't get all the creepiness with Gollum or the slow descent of Bormir into madness. Yes, in the yeah. movie, which I understand needs to be cut down for time. Everything kind of just suddenly happens with very little buildup 
or explanation, right? Or, or like, you know, with Boromir, it's almost like he comes on really strong from the very beginning, like that he wants the ring. And in the yeah. book, that doesn't happen this way. It's a slow thing. It's, and it's almost like this moment in this chapter. I mean, we see it. He regrets it immediately. It's almost like he was overcome with temptation. Oh, he gave says in, madness. And he's like, no, yeah, right. A madness took me. Right. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah, for sure. So, so yeah. it is nice to see. Because, yeah, you want that. I mean, uh, the actually, I've appreciated Boromir so much more. I think we had like a, a, a real big discussion at the start of last week's chapter about him. Yeah, you know, we did. And mm-hmm. what was going on with, with, with Gladriel, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, Jessica uh, writes, you know, Luke, I couldn't agree more with you. The uh, less eventful chapters are so cool because we uh, get a lot of information without really realizing mm-hmm. Middle Earth history. Uh, the lay of the land, deeper insights to certain characters, etc. I think Lane and Ez do uh, an awesome job of analyzing these chapters. Lane did a great job last time. What does analyze um, mean? <laughs> I don't it. even understand. Stop at you. Um, even though it doesn't seem like uh, there's a lot to talk about on the surface level. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Jessica, yeah, sometimes I think we've even sat down beforehand and I think having both of us and this is this is a part of why we want to do this as a as a book club. Yeah, is that uh, there are so many layers that what you see is not what I see. That's the it coolest come, part about it. Kind of, it. kind of comes together. Uh, so so there's that. You and know? your initial reaction might be, dude, what happened? Nothing happened in this chapter. And then you start talking, and you're like, no, this is this. There's a lot of stuff here. It's just subtle. Mm-hmm. It's packed away. It's hidden. It's you can get out of it what you want to. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, so she also mentioned that she liked uh, Luca's Harry Potter comparison here too. Hmm. Uh, one of my favorite Harry Potter movie uh, slash books is Half Blood Prince because uh, it's the closest hmm. look um, at what a normal year at Hogwarts is for Harry and the other students. So that's cool. Know, um, and I think that's with the show. We're off to. I'm kind of hoping that we do get some more of that day to day life and things. Let's have uh, a year in the Shire. A whole season in the Shire right. where you know the biggest thing that happens is a pumpkin falls on a hobbit and kills him. Yeah. And the sheriff has to, you know, the old sheriff, he's got to investigate it. <laughs> right. I mean, I like that. Because you know Pretty the pumpkin cool. didn't just fall. No. You, something's up there. No, the pumpkin was drowned. Okay. <laughs> You're writing that story for us. Don't go messing around with the water, uh, bro. Yeah. So, so all right. Uh, thanks to everyone, and thanks to Luca for, for, for doing yeah, that. Yeah, that was you cool. Know, uh, it's one of those things I, I think I would... Uh, we'd, I'd like to hear whether people want us to keep posting that thread. Yeah, or just that's have true. That, yeah. Have that discussion in the group because... You know, we kind of We're good either uh, way. Yeah, we are good either yeah. way on it, and it just sort of depends, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. All righty. Um, let's move into the summary for yeah. uh, this week: the breaking of the fellowship. So um, that night, the company had rested on the west bank of the river um, at the foot of Amenhen. Uh, the next day, they're kind of you know uh, choosing the path, uh, trying to figure out where to go. And this mm-hmm. is this to me, I think, is. Uh, it's huge, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're actually sitting down and we have to decide. And it's, it's laid upon um, Frodo to decide. He right. has to figure this out. Right. So, and, and isn't it interesting? We, we'll talk about it later, but has you already decided? Hmm. Yeah. Great, you already great question. Great question, yeah. actually. Yeah. But it's the coming to it that is yeah. the most difficult thing. Like, like how do I? Yeah. Yeah, we'll get yeah. We'll get there. Next episode, guys. <laughs> We're, yeah, shut her down. Um, <laughs> so he has to decide. I'm whether, having so much fun, by the way. Me this too. This is so much fun. I know. I, know. I love this. Um, Pinch yourself, man. Still just Pinch kind of yourself. This is a blast. I know. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so anyways, he has to decide whether to return with Boromir uh, to Gondor to defeat Sauron uh, or if he's going to actually destroy the ring. You know, 
do we so basically to me what it came down to in this chapter is do we use the ring or do we uh destroy the ring use it or lose it right yeah yeah essentially you know i don't know um <laughs> put a ring on it or don't put a ring on it you know uh <laughs> whatever <laughs> All right. Uh, so, anyways, Frodo has to take a moment, though. He has to kind of, you know, he's got to go take a walk. He's got to clear his mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's got to figure out what to do. So, he asks for an hour, mm-hmm. uh, goes off by himself. Boromir comes along, catches up with him, has a little chit chat. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I'll kind of leave us there because I, we want to talk more about yeah. uh, what happens. But uh, the madness ensues. That's what's going on in this yeah. chapter. Yeah. This premise. So, Ooh, good stuff. Got nice, such uh, good stuff. Got a nice picture in here. You've got a couple. Um, at one yeah. point, we used to kind of share the um, the docs. I maybe I need just need to create a folder. Yeah. For all of our docs, um, yeah. Are they all appropriate, Lane? Yeah, we got yeah, enough. Uh, enough. <laughs> Skim strawberries with cream. We I have like some to type as his response in there get, just to we, throw them off. We have some fun with those, but, but I would yeah. like to because we, we do put a lot of um, maps and and links and different things into the docs. So maybe we, we need to get back to sharing those with people yeah. on on Patreon or just just what have you. So you hear the falls. I do hear those. Can you hear him? Oh man, it's gonna put that. That's gonna put me to sleep. Yeah, that's some nice, nice natural nature's white noise. Falls of yeah, Rawrus, beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, which we can hear. We can yeah. hear in the distance. Yeah. So, all right, my friend. Did you ask uh, me a question? Did I? I feel like you're breaking up. <laughs> Stop Get it! it. Oh, Stop it! Punny. Wow. Don't do it. Come on. We're gonna be up, Come on. All, Come night. On. Um, up all night. All right. Let us move on. Yeah. <laughs> Why is there we, lettuce in this chapter? Why, there's not. I don't know why I said that. I like it. That's cool. All right, cool. Um, so, yeah. I like, uh, it's not to you know slow us down, but I, the first paragraph I got to read, just because sure. it's one of these cool, I haven't, I haven't uh, you know, um, done my whole uh, uh, hyper-focus where I zone in on a description of Tolkien for a while, okay. where he kind of describes the atmosphere. Aragorn led them to the right arm of the river. Here upon its western side, under the shadow of Tolbrandir, a green lawn ran down the water from the feet of Amonhen. Behind it rose the first gentle slopes of a hill clad with trees, and trees marched away westward along the curving shores of the lake. A little spring fell tumbling down and fed the grass. I'd like to go camp there. I mean, that sounds more inviting to me than, than uh, yeah. a, maybe a, a bank full of orcs. <laughs> you know, d- right? Right, yeah. This land still seems um, pretty... Like it's it's beautiful still, right? Mm-hmm. It's got it's yeah. got it's got this um, ancient beauty to it. Yeah, you know, and doesn't seem like the orcs are typically in this area patrolling and doing yeah. different things, right? This is no, they've had to come out in the op- air quote open, right? Uh, you know, into this area. Yeah, I feel like if they if the ring wasn't here and they weren't here, this would be a place that's pretty chill. You know, you'd have a right. couple wanderers coming through there, maybe. Uh, so it, some of the men of Rohan would be there. Perhaps. It's almost like they don't even like they're they're not even bold enough to come to that western bank. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah, almost yeah, like the, yeah. I don't know because of the, because of the ancient uh, like it being an ancient border of uh, of Gondor and mm-hmm. and the, so that history there that maybe they I don't know they don't dare venture there or or just because the the river is so wide and, and it would be I don't know I don't know yeah that's interesting man mm-hmm. very interesting yeah good point. All right. So our, our friend uh, Aragorn here, he, he's, he's having trouble, just like you. Yeah. Getting to sleep. I know, you know? man. So, WWAD. Um, yeah. So, so, I mean, they go over to rest. You know, it's, it's time to kind of, um, they're kind of at the end here and mm-hmm. uh, have to decide what to do. But uh, we can take a rest. And I thought, well, isn't he tossing and turning kind of throughout the night, right? Um, he had. Yeah. Uh, they talk about Gollum first and just sort of like. Yeah. 
they're setting the watch, but they hadn't really heard or seen anything. It's pretty. Um, there's there's not a whole lot going on. on you know, nothing. No indication no. of any threat. Which I, I almost wonder if that makes them but more nervous. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, uh, Gollum. What what is he doing? You know, if right. he can't get his hands on that ring, you know, I think they're thinking in their minds he's gonna go right back to these, you know, orcs and right. and and tell them what's right. up. And but you know, I don't think. And I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't think that that's what. Uh, I understand that that they've sent Gollum out and he's doing his mm-hmm. thing or whatever. I mm-hmm. kind of think he's just on his own. I don't think he has a direct like a directive sure. necessarily. Uh, and I don't think if he maybe showed up to a band of orcs that they would even know. That's, that's a great point. And, may, and maybe those orcs, right, who he is or, or what he's doing. And maybe, yeah, they, and maybe, in a, maybe they have orders to kind of keep an eye out for him and track him as well as an that indicator to, yeah. yeah, I don't know, maybe. He's being used. It's a good more, question. He's being used more than he would like turn to them for aid. Yeah, he's like to a, get he's like ring. a pin on the map that's moving. Yeah, yeah. That they're kind of yeah. Hmm. So I don't know. Interesting. Just 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 a thought. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now let's see. Um, we, we use we use Sting to see if if we're alone here. Oh my gosh, we? this is so cool. So cool too. And, and it actually made me think. I was starting to kind of uh, try to calculate, you know, in my mind, how many times had they had had Frodo looked at Sting, and yeah. is it something that we're going to continue to use? Going forward, yeah. and I, I didn't remember, you know that uh, that the brightness of it of, mm-hmm. of of its glow could indicate, you know, how close. How close. I mean, right. I think I kind of knew that, but yeah. like it's just to hear him actually say that the edges, just the hints of like the edges yeah. of it were. It was kind of like 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 flickering or glimmering almost, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not very near, uh, and yet too near. It seems. Yeah. So this Gle- is there you go. Everyone had gotten yeah. Up to talk about uh, the edges gleam uh, gleam dimly in the night. Yeah. So you don't even, you never think because you never really see it that way. It's always either on or off blue. You know what I mean? And so to to think of just a hint of light on mm-hmm. the edges of the blade that is so cool, dude. So you you Man. had said um, so they believe they're on the other side and this is Amon Law, right? Which yeah. would be the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, correct. Correct. Yeah. The, so the hill of um, hearing. Hearing right yeah. there on the. Dude, that's crazy. It's cool, isn't it? And I have a question for you later on when, yeah. when he gets... Yeah, I'll say it. I don't know if I have answers. Well, it's, it's sort of, you know, the hill of seeing. You remember at the end here when we get to the point yeah, where... Yeah, he has a vision. Right. Or he sees... But yeah. is it because of where he's at? Is it because it's he's... It's a great the, question. I don't know. We'll, we'll get there. Uh, it might not. go with my cool connections. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's, I bet it does. I, I, yeah, I bet it does. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'll save it then. Um, <laughs> so... I hadn't looked ahead. I have not looked ahead. No, so I know. I, I, I love know. it. I know. I love it. That means we're, you know, the fellowship is still strong. That's what I'm talking about. Um, all right. So the day, so the day came uh, like fire and smoke, you know, low in the east. Oh, I love this description. Yeah. Th- there, were, there were black bars of, of uh, cloud-like uh, fumes of great burning. Yeah. What's that? You know? I mean, it's like, yeah, do you, I feel like I've seen sunrises like this. It, it, looks like, it looks like a fire out in the sky, right? Uh-huh. And is it also foreshadowing where they're headed? I mean, is it really the sun, or are they getting a glimpse of? I don't know. I mean, they're kind of far to to see to see Mordor. I don't know. Yeah. What is it? I mean, what is it? Yeah. yeah. Is, is it, it's okay. probably just the sun rising and a red sun. But it's just you know the fact that they're looking east. I know. I know. Um, ominous. You know. Yeah. So the rising sun lit them um, from beneath with uh, flame and, and, and of, of, of murky, murky red. red. You know. Yeah. Um, but soon it climbed above them into a clear sky. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, we're waking Just up here. Beautiful descriptions. Yeah. Beautiful. So. Kind of describes Toll Brandir a little more with the, the steep, uh, steep cliff sides. Okay, so I didn't realize Explain before. Explain to me. Go ahead. 
Yeah. Yeah. So in the movie, so it's kind of interesting because I was looking at a, a map in the description from the book versus uh, the film. So in the film, Toll Brandier is, is, is um, the tinned rock. It comes right up in the middle and almost kind of splits the river in half, and there's almost two waterfalls mm-hmm. that happen. Well, in the, in the book, it's described more as being uh, more north, so yeah. further up the river, and the river goes around it, and then fall, the falls of Rarus is, is, is one waterfall. It's, it's truly like an island. Like, the water does yeah. com- comes back yeah. together. And Instead converges. of, like, this little, uh, like... Um, I don't even know how to describe it in the film. It looks, it's beautiful in the films, but right. it's, it's just kind of a little bit of a liberty they took. Um, but the reason, I was talking about this before, I never realized that the reason um, that no, uh, no living creature had ever set foot on it wasn't because you couldn't get to it. I always figured, you know, you get a boat too close to there, you're doomed, uh, you're, you're going over the waterfall kind of a thing. But it's because uh, even there's a, there's a spot that you can go to on the island uh, where it's calm enough to to reach um, Toll Brandier, but even when you get there, it's such a steep, uh, um, just immediate climb yeah. that you can't even. There's nowhere to get footing. You can't make it up. It's like just this this spike of stone that mm. rises up from the river. What a cool description. Yeah, it is almost it is. like a natural tower, if you will. Yeah, just just rising right out of the out of the river, like it's been eroded just around. Just around yeah, this bit yeah. over over you know, and, and no millions of really years, yeah. Stepped, stepped foot. Yeah, there. yeah, really cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. So, um, all right. So we get that neat description, and uh, and then it's you know uh, when they had eaten, Aragorn uh, called the company together. Uh, the day had come at last, the day yeah. of choice, uh, which we have long delayed. Yeah, uh, they bought some time by you know going down the river. They've been thinking about things. I think it's I think it's interesting that like, you know. Um, Back in in uh, Lorien, you know, Celeborn um, mm-hmm. is kind of like hoping that by giving them boats, he can help Aragorn delay his decision. Yeah, Almost like time. he's the one who's going to decide. Right. And yeah. really, I think his decision uh, was whether he should be the one to decide yeah. or not. And what do you think? Fro- is do you think Frodo is kind of almost hoping that Aragorn will decide? That it doesn't I, have I, to be his choice. Uh, Would it have been easier for? I don't know. I don't know. Because he is know. so hesitant to, you know what I mean? Because he, he knows what he has to do, and it's like just this, how do I get there? Like, how do I get to just mm-hmm. just doing what I have to do? Yeah. Will the others torn. let me leave? Right. right. Kind he's, of a thing. Yeah, he's torn. I, um, I kind of think for, for a while now, he has thought and known that uh, mm-hmm. what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. Know? I agree. So. Yeah. Um, well, especially because he cares so much about, about his, his friends. And yeah. he knows what that would, the, the danger he would put them in. Right. And he talks about that later, that he doesn't, that that's his biggest uh, stumbling block, really, is he doesn't want them to go with him yeah. and suffer that fate. He'd rather face it alone. Frodo, you know what, man? Frodo doesn't get enough credit. Right. He Frodo doesn't. is a brave, brave hobbit. I had a lot of respect for him in this chapter. Absolutely, like, this is, dude. Because I... I'm honest, you know, most people, if you, you know, the last several episodes, you know, especially back at uh, mini meetings and uh, Council of Elrond, you know that Bilbo is my fave. I love yeah. Bilbo. Like, it's yeah. it, the OG, man. The right. original, you know. But to um, stand up to a, a, a man who's turning on you who says, you know, you can, you can tell them I took it by force. Yeah, Just yeah. Just give it to yeah. me. No, okay. So, wow. Right, right. But. Sorry. I, uh, <laughs> no, it's. This was like what? jumping ahead, Lane. Calm yeah, down. Oh, man, whoa. Um, he, I'm trying to think how to put this into words here. That's just been my that's my theme this whole 
uh, episode, guys, is how do I use words to tell you what I'm thinking? Um, there's a lot going through Frodo's head, right? Yeah. Um, I think he's decided ahead of time what he is going to do. Mm-hmm. But one bit of wisdom that I see in Frodo, and it might not be right here, it might be coming later, is thinking back on what Gandalf told him. Thinking back on what your mentors, your advisors, people have told you. They're not there anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is a real sort of like applicable, you know, mm-hmm. we, can, we can apply this. We mm-hmm. can see how this would translate sort of into our own lives. Yeah. You know, and Even Bilbo too probably, right? Yeah. Wondering what Bilbo would, would have done in his, in his position. Yeah. And, yeah. and thinking back to those words of wisdom yeah. um, and kind of recalling them, what to do here. And he knows what to do, yeah. how to do it, how to execute it. Um, is, is interesting, especially when we get to that, since you jumped to that conversation with, with Boromir. Like, uh, he's heard, he, he actually asked Boromir to recall what was said to him at the council. Yeah. You know? And then he starts to diss on, you know, the different uh, races of Middle Earth. Yeah, that's in true. In a sense, you know? It's crazy. That's true, how they haven't, how they haven't sacrificed what the men of Gondor have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man. I, I, I don't know. And also, you get another, this whole wow. chapter is, is another uh, example of how the ring can quickly turn the hearts of men. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 you know, how long has Boromir been around? He's only seen one glimpse of this ring. Right. Up until right. he's asking to see yeah. it again. Yeah. That's it. I know. It's, it is amazing. And Frodo's been around it for, you know, a long, well, around it with yeah, Bilbo no, for that, years, but then also uh, it's been, you know, he's been on this journey with it. It's been on him, touching his chest. No, and, and you're you right. Know? And that's a theme, yeah, wearing it on his neck. That's a theme that we see too, right, is the resiliency of hobbits. Yeah. That they're, um, oh my gosh, they're um, just kind of, uh, what's the word? I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but just their constant uh, goodness, right? Yeah. They're, um, uh, yeah, it's just instilled within, it's just natural. They're so good that they're, they take that much longer to corrupt, be corrupted. Yeah, 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 for sure. yeah, yeah. Good point. So, especially Frodo, you know, he's some, there's something yeah. special about him. There's something, yeah. you know, he's a baggins, all right? He's so a baggins. Something special there. Um, so, anyways. A little tookish, too. Yeah, yeah true. Um, so, the day had come at last, right? Um, they, uh, what shall now become of our company yeah. that has traveled so far in fellowship? In fellowship. Yeah. What shall become of it? Yeah. My friend. Uh, shall we turn west with Boromir and go, uh, you know, to the wars of Gondor uh, or turn, turn east to... Uh, the fear and shadow. <laughs> great, great or, choice, right? You know, and here's the thing. You can tell he's thought about because I've I've always thought there's just two choices. No, he says, or shall we break our fellowship and go this way and that way, as each may choose. Yeah. You know, so there's that third. And option. that's always been an option, but it's nothing that you're right. It doesn't really get consideration. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. two, and oh yeah, we forget about this third third possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So. Um, basically says we can't stay here long. Yep, gotta uh, hurry the enemy up. is on the eastern shore. We know, uh, but I have fear that the orcs may already be on this side of the water. And yeah. uh, I'm sure he had a moment where he you know, passed along that Sting's been glowing. Yep. And um, the, are, the enemy's yeah, near. Illuminated. So, um, and then again, a long silence. I mean, how often does Tolkien point that out? This whole book, yeah. something massive has dropped. And it's like they realize. I mean, they're sitting there thinking. They're collecting their thoughts. This is real time. Right, they don't they they don't have a line prepared. It's they're they're thinking to themselves, you know. They've just heard their leader say, "This is what we got to do. Here are our options," and we don't have much time. Hmm. And so that would cause you to go inside and say, "Okay, what do I think? Mm-hmm. What's my choice? What 
And then you start going, well, what do you think Gimli's thinking? Hmm. What about my Hobbit buddies? Yeah. Like, what, 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 what are others thinking? Man, you know, um, let's think about this silence for a second. Because it's respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, mature. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also other elements of, like, sort of... Uh, it, it depends on who you're thinking about. Yep. Right? Uh, because maybe there's some fear. Yeah. You know, don't want to speak, don't want right. to say something that Frodo might not sure, like. Sure, that's a good point, uh, too. There's a lot going on with this silence. Yeah, there is. And so it's just interesting that it does linger there. Yeah. And it is a pregnant was, pause, for sure. Honestly, even in my reread, I'm waiting for Frodo to, you know, like, uh, be the first to speak back up. And he's not. It's actually Aragorn, again, who well, kind of says. And you said even, like, uh, you know, uh, fear of what Frodo might think. Fear of Frodo saying exactly what he knows he has to do. Right? Yeah. How are they going to take this? Are they going to argue? Are they right. going to insist that they're going with me to the end? Which I know they will. Like it's yeah. almost like the it's almost like a problem. How faithful they are, right? He's like he's almost kind of wishing. I wish these guys weren't so damn good. Like yeah. I, I wish that there was a little more conflict and me slipping away wouldn't be a big deal. But mm-hmm. um, for for various reasons, uh, they 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 want to hang by his side. They want to go with him. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yep, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, yeah. Now, Aragorn finally says, you know, I fear that the burden, the burden is laid upon you. Yeah. says this to Frodo. Um, you are the bearer appointed by the council. And that's such a crazy thing, too, is that, like, we had foreshadowing of this by Elrond. Mm-hmm. And he does even tell the other members that the, nothing's really been, like, charged to the rest of yeah. them. Yeah, nothing's binding. Yeah, no, right. But, but Frodo is the ring bearer. Right. And his task... He's the only one with no choice, really. Yeah, yeah, his task is to take the ring and destroy it. Yep. You know, um, so... How how alone would you feel? Even though you have this support of your friends, you'd still feel pretty isolated knowing that. Yeah. That it can't pass to anyone else. Yep. Even though you want it to. I mean, you offered it to Galadriel. Yep. Take it, please. I don't... I can't do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy. See, it's like, have we gone up maybe a page and all this drama as? I know, it's great. All this drama. <laughs> wow. I know. Um, okay, so let's see here. He goes on to say he's not Gandalf. He can't really advise him. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, uh, let's see. Though I have tried to bear his part, I do not know what design or hope he had for this hour, if indeed he had any. Um, and, and, and what do you yeah. think? What do you think Gandalf would have said or would have thought? In this moment. Wow, dude. Here's a question for you. Holy Would cow. Gandalf have said, Frodo, come with me. You and I are going on our own. I actually don't know if the wizard might have drawn more attention to the ring than, you know, secrecy was, was, was a big deal. Secrecy is the, is the main, main deal, right? Yeah, I mean, because, like, imagine Gandalf, had he have been there in the beginning, and he's just laying waste to a couple, you know... Um, You're right, because he is a beacon. Right. He just draws he attention. He mark. You know, yeah. when he uses his power like that. So well, I, and think about in The Hobbit, too, how many times he, he's with him, he wanders away. He comes yeah. back. Mm-hmm. He wanders away again. He comes back. Like, he always has these errands and side jobs. And I've always, like, you always wonder, like, are, you know, they always seem would like. Would he be able to even stick to a task right. like this and, you know, I don't know, see it. What was that? See it through. I don't know. Did you hear that? No. <laughs> Did I throw something? I just. I mean, no. I think Gollum might be in the room. Dude, that was freaky. Up. Or a bat. I, I just motioned with my okay. hand, like that. I don't know if. Are uh, you Gandalf? I think I might have some cool? magical ability. I think I might have made the door creak when I went like that. It looked like I was throwing. Something. Anyway, sorry. So sorry, 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 sorry. Um, all right, you're pulling a me now. 
Ugh, okay. I don't know. All right. So, <laughs> speaking of weird noises, what are we talking about? Gandalf? Would he have? Um, yeah. What would he have? I don't gone? know, dude. Man, that's. I'd have to think about that for a long time. What would he have done? I don't know. I did hear. I'm that, sure. By the way. Just now. You heard it too. Was it my chair? Okay, maybe that's what it was. I thought I heard something in the other room, but that's no, we're good. See, I think it's in that window. Sorry, guys. Right, there sorry. might be a bat in here. Um, yep. uh, I don't know. And, and it, sometimes Gandalf too. I think he didn't have a he didn't have a plan, but he may have. It may have seemed like he had a plan. I don't know. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. We're a little distracted. Just skipped over that, guys. A little distracted by some sounds. Ten seconds ahead. Um, let's see here. So yeah, uh, Frodo did not answer at once. So he's been told, basically, you know, uh, you have to make this decision, um, you know, such as your fate, you know, to take the ring, right, yeah. and to be the ring bearer. Um, and he says, uh, you know, he spoke slowly, I know that haste is needed, yet I cannot choose. The burden is heavy. Give me an hour longer and I will speak. Uh, let me be alone. Yeah. Um, well, there's the need to buy foreshadowing some for the end of the chapter. Yeah. Let me be alone. Yeah. Um, so he looks at him, you know, with this mm. with this kind of pity, and um, you know, very well, Frodo, son of Drogo, he said, "You shall have you shall have an hour." And he goes off, and he kind of, uh, you know, takes a moment and, and does his thing. He walks away yeah. and is he's alone with his thoughts. How nervous would that make you as another member of the fellowship? What to let him walk away? Yeah, like that? yeah. They said to keep within ear uh, within earshot. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, so, but still, still with the enemy that close. Exactly. Me? I'd be I'd be pretty nervous. I mean, yeah. you get the you get the react you get the the reality of that later on in the chapter when when they realize that he's, you know, what's what's kind of happened and he's gone and they all start, f- you know, freaking out and going every direction searching for him. I mean, you, you I would be on pins and needles. I'd be thinking like, okay, let's mm-hmm. hurry up. Let's mm-hmm. not make it an hour. Let's make it fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I don't right. like you being away. Right. For sure. So, um, that was my sock. On the on the floor. On the floor. Thank God, dude. Okay, I can yeah. rest now. Sorry. I know. I thought a bat was banging on the door earlier. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry, guys. Let's focus. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he's he's wandering aimlessly through um, the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, something Sam notices, right, is that everyone else kind of, like, um, is, very su- is very in control of their gaze when he mm-hmm. leaves. They're all kind of, like, restrained and things, but Boromir's not. His he's he's kind of unhinged, and he's staring him down, following yep. him, yep. seeing in which direction he goes. Yeah, um, so Man, so creepy. Yeah, I love that. There's um, the illustrations. Um, some of um, uh, the illustrations in this book. Yeah, done by Alan Lee. Alan Lee. Yeah, um, fantastic. So oh, if you guys get a chance to check these out, these are actually really cool. beautiful. And in that one, I believe you can <clears> see it's hard to see that the Frodo and Boromir are actually in that in that painting. It, it, yeah. Really? Yeah. The scenery almost takes over. He does such a good job of hiding characters within his paintings. Okay. They're in there. Uh, Frodo's yeah. making his way up the up the hill, and Boromir's oh kind of behind. Oh, my See gosh. Him? Yep. It's almost like a Where's Waldo with Alan Lee. Holy smokes. Yeah. Did not see him there in yep. the, in the you almost lower kind of, he, he does paintings corner. like almost like with a bird's eye view. Like he puts you in the world. He doesn't necessarily frame things in ways that you'd expect them to be to be framed or traditionally framed, and, and they're... Yeah, find those characters. It's Do you know cool. what I just realized? What's and that? I totally forgot about yeah. this mm-hmm. because of because of the movie. Yeah, like the the season that they're in. Yeah, it's you February. Know? Yeah, yeah right. I mean, that's crazy. I know. So and it's just this is dense sort of uh, forest, right? Yeah, lots of uh, knee high, waist high, sort of like 
sticks and weeds. And yeah, and they talk about the, the trees the brush. further up the yeah further up the hill as you go. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. Now we kind of get into it, don't we? Yep. Yeah. We, we have uh, Frodo kind of wandering. Um, he's uh, well it describes it describes the area a little bit. Um, he's going aimlessly at first, and then he finds himself just kind of being pulled. We, we talk about this all the time. How you, how characters have felt pulled in different directions, either mm-hmm. willingly or unwillingly or unconsciously. So he's being pulled up the slopes of the hill, almost like he he needs to go. Mm-hmm. He needs to go to that mm-hmm. uh, yep. to the the um, seeing seat. Um, uh, for for some while he climbed, not caring which way he went, until he came to a grassy place. Rowan trees grew about it, and in the midst was a, a wide flat stone. The little upland lawn was open upon the east and was filled now with the early sunlight. Frodo halted and looked out over the river far below him to Tolbrandir and the birds wheeling in the great gulf of air between him and the untrodden Nile. The voice of Rauris was a mighty roaring mingled with a deep throbbing boom. He sat down upon the stone and cupped his chin to his hands, staring eastwards but seeing little with his eyes. All that had happened since Bilbo left the Shire was passing through his mind, and he recalled and pondered everything that he could remember of Gandalf's words. Time went on, and still he was no nearer to a choice. I think the other thing that's cool about this chapter, too, is you have a lot going on from person to person within the Fellowship. Mm-hmm. But then inside, every, there's this internal battle yeah. between all of them that I think we had more of kind of early on. Especially, I mean, if you think back to the earlier chapters, um, uh, Conspiracy Unmasked. There was a lot of internal stuff Frodo was feeling, right? Right, right. And, you know, having to reveal right. to his friends that he's breaking away, and he That's had a all, good one to take us. Back yeah, to. he had yeah. all that, that trepidation about revealing, like, "Hey, I'm not actually moving uh, to Crick Hollow. I'm moving on, uh, and you guys can't come with me," kind of a thing. And how they knew all along, so that they also had things going on internally. Um, it's just crazy. It, it's it's nuts. Like all the stuff that's going on inside. So we get a glimpse into Frodo here. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I but, then, but then knowing from what Boromir says, what's going on inside of him as oh, sure, well. Sure, yeah. And every member. Yep. It's just like they're they're all in their heads, man. All in their heads. Yeah, yeah. You you had just read this, but the the, the voice of of uh, of Raros, yeah. as I say it, yeah, um, was might was a mighty roaring, mingled with a deep throbbing boom. It's almost like Frodo's trying to find his voice. Number one, to come yeah. back and speak and and, yeah. and talk to them uh, about what his plan is. And there's there's something deeper going on yeah. there it just yeah. that whole that line kind of just stuck out to me like yeah, why, why why write that in there you absolutely know what I mean? um very interesting yeah that's so, a any connection there uh okay so oh and gandalf remembering you know as i said earlier yeah. his his words his and words. thinking back so he's dwelling on that he's dwelling yeah. on as you said what what bilbo has has said and shared um that's important coming up yeah. here so uh suddenly he kind of awakes from his thoughts yeah he feels and, uh, feels like he's being watched we all know that feeling right yeah we've all been creeped on um, and senses that he's uh, unfriendly eyes are upon him, but he looks to find Bormir uh, to his surprise, and his face was smiling and kind. Yeah, which is almost kind of creepier, isn't it? Yeah, it's unsettling because we know what's going to happen. Except for, I mean, I understand that a madness takes over Bormir, right? But um, the reason it's, I think that uh, this is so tricky is because mm. you can make. Like some of these arguments that he's making are actually, um, they're per- justifiable. Yeah, they are. Yeah. There's there's some validity to them. Right? There's right. something there. You know, right. they've got some weight. And uh, so, what is what is Boromir and what is the Ring using Boromir? Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly, exactly. Because he makes a point that I was kind of like, uh, yeah, from, from Bormir's point of view, this is, this is, this is interesting to think about. Um, for what he sees is that we're going to let a halfling yeah. take the most precious, valuable... Powerful weapon. Whatever, okay, yeah. uh, and, and, and actually walk it directly back to its owner. Yeah. Right near next to him. Yep. Okay. And try to destroy it. Right. Um, and and it was never the first left place, the Shire. Yeah. What's the first place it's going to get destroyed? My home. Yeah. Exactly. Right. You know. And like like we're just literally leaving this to chance. Yeah. In, 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 in a sense that he can make it there, and then once he I mean, he has to get into Mordor. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Right. How? Right. There's no hope in that. Right. And right? why would and, you even want to take that? And course? he, well, and, and, and he doesn't know halfling. He doesn't know hobbits. He doesn't know no. their strength. He doesn't know what they can do, no. what they can't do. Um, yeah, and he sees weakness in that, and he sees in himself what he knows as a, and he is. He's a valiant, brave, yeah. strong warrior. Right. Yeah. So, so, so the options to him are, uh, basically, there's he, he. I guess if you're weighing the odds and you had to place some bets here, yeah, sure. You know, you would probably wager. Um, I mean, if we didn't know the story, you know, that something, I don't know, like you just wouldn't, I mean, we would bet on Frodo, right, but you course. know what I'm saying? Like, I think, you know, most people in Middle Earth would also, would do what Boromir it's does. Ludicrous. Well, there might even be a lot of elves and other people who would say the same thing, like, yeah, that, that's crazy. Well, and, and even, yeah, even Sauron doesn't even, it doesn't even that's the point, enter though. his mind. Right. And that's the point. Right, exactly. Uh, and and that's, that's why, why it will work. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, and, and you got to wonder. This is where it's, I mean, you could spend, guys, you could spend years, not, well, yeah, 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 years sure. dissecting this stuff. You know, like, um, right, his face was smiling and kind. Is that is that really genuinely Boromir in that moment, or is that the ring trying to disguise itself like it's his its influence in Boromir? I mean, dude, it's like, it's so psychological. It's crazy. Um and he says, you know, he speaks, he speaks so kindly to him, too. In the film, we get a really rushed version. This, this happens over a few pages. Uh, I was afraid for you, Frodo, he said, coming forward. If Aragorn is right and orcs are near, then none of us should wander alone. And you least of all. So much depends on you. And my heart is too heavy. May I stay now and talk for a while, since I have found you? It would comfort me. Uh, where there are so many, all speech... Where there are so many, all speech becomes a debate without end. But two together may perhaps find wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so and and really good points. Yeah. Right. Okay. So he's afraid. Frodo's just. I mean, this is this is the whole idea here. He's afraid yeah. that Frodo's going to choose to go across right to the eastern shore. He, he knows his go. decision too, doesn't he? And wouldn't yeah. he wouldn't he be afraid then? He he would have yeah. the same fear that he has now um, that he would have when he when he crosses. Yep. And when he's on his own, yep. he would fear the orcs are going to take him, and so that's why he's keeping an eye on him. I yep. don't I don't think there's anything. You know, I, I, sure he's following him, and maybe it's it's a fear less for Frodo's well-being and more that the ring would fall into the wrong hands and things, mm-hmm. you know, like that. So he's keeping an eye on this, yeah, uh, because he just, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Not not saying he's doing doing a bad thing right now. He's just keeping an eye on, on sure. stuff. Matter yeah. of fact, why didn't Aragorn think of this? Yeah, you know, who who mm-hmm. let him? As you said, are you questioning off. Aragorn? I am. Well, <laughs> um, anyway, so he, and, and Frodo says, "You are kind." Um, I do not think any speech will help me, though, because, you know, he, he basically has made up his, his, his mind. And he says, for I know what you, uh, for, for I know what I should do. Yeah. Uh, but I'm afraid of doing it, Boromir. Afraid. Wow. 
He this, knows. Yeah. That's it. Done. Right. Done. He knows. Yep. His mind is made up. Delaying the inevitable. Um, yep. And then, then there's a silence again, right? And we hear the falls. It's just so interesting, too. I have written on, this, on the side, on my margin, the Great Falls and the Great Fall of Boromir. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. that, that pairing is so interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Uh, like we, we're seeing this or we're hearing constantly just this, this water falling it from a great height. And we're, we're in a scene where this character is like falling from his grace. Like he's, he's been so true. He's been so brave. He's been, you know, his, he's, he has, he's had his, whole, his own mind this entire journey, but he's, he's having a falling out. Yeah. Right? Like his mat, there's a madness, like you said. That is that is gonna overtake him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. I, I wish he would have approached this a little bit differently, you know, because sometimes I have this sympathy for for, for Boromir. And, you do. You have to. Uh, it's it's sort of like Frodo has said that his mind is made up, and yeah. he kind of continues to convince him, or try to convince him, or try yeah. to counsel him. I wish he would have just said because Frodo's heard, he's heard what Boromir has to say. He's said it openly. Yeah, uh, multiple times. Yeah. yeah, you know where he's. His stands. case is clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they met back in Lorien. They had they sat down. They had their little meeting before they went to sleep that night. Yep. They continued out on the river and 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 so on. Yep. Um, you know, Celeborn doesn't know. Aragorn doesn't know. Yeah. They're all kind of stumped by this. Yeah. So he's heard him, and he's made up his mind. I wish he would have phrased it almost like, um, "Let me speak my piece one more time." Right. And then you make up your mind. And that's it. Right. Lay out your argument and then be done with it and yeah. move on. And then that's, that's, and that's what it is. But he, he's past that. He's, he's basically There's this hold this on of like, now, why won't it? you listen to my counsel? Right. It's like, no, he's heard your counsel. So right. that's, this is where he, t- he starts to, you know, yeah. really cross and it's, over. It's, that, it's almost like the ring is using that desperation against him. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that oh, yeah. It senses that, um, that Boromir feels at the end of his rope. And it's, I mean, I mean, there's some, maybe there's some whisper in his, in his mind saying, no, 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 convince him. Yeah, Don't just sure. speak your, your, you know, your piece. Make him, make him decide what you want. Well, you know, right? make him side with you. So, so first of all, in defense of, of, of Boromir, they're actually having the same discussion back at the group. Yeah. Force Frodo to come with us. Yeah, that's true. Right? That's true. Let's just force him, bring yeah. him with us. Yep. Uh, we, we can't let him go. On his own like this and things. I mean, am I right or am I wrong? Yeah, and then and then yeah, and then the character who stands out there is Sam because he says, "You guys exactly. are morons." Yeah, exactly. You know, he's his mind's made up. I mean, everyone's yeah. trying. They're coming from a, I think, a, a better place, and it's more of a right. Frodo's well-being versus pro Frodo like, versus versus um, ring. Yeah, pro pro ring or yeah. or yeah, or just at least entertaining that idea of using it right mm-hmm. as a weapon. Yeah. yeah. Man, holy cow, dude. <laughs> so Frodo goes on to mention this warning in his heart. He goes, I know what you would say, Boromir, and it's, it may seem like wisdom, uh, except for this warning yeah. in my heart. And um, we're going to get to the couple, the, there's a couple, for, two forces at play, um, you know, later on that really work in Frodo uh, and things yeah. here in just a bit. So, yeah. um, as you said, this goes on. Uh, let's, he, he's trying to convince him. Um, he says, warning, what warning? You know, he says, against delay, against the way that seems easier, against refusal of the burden that is laid upon me, against, well, if, I must, if it must be said, against uh, trust in the strength and truth of men. Yeah. And that, I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't know that Frodo actually needed to say that. He didn't. I don't think he needed to say that. No, he didn't. I think he could have just, like, it's, it's enough for me to see, you know, and, and I almost wonder, I'd like to see different versions and uh you know i'd love to see the 
the notes, right? Because yeah. you know when you send it to an editor and they, you know, do different things and what right. have you. I almost kind of wonder if like Tolkien didn't like those notes. Yeah, I don't. He didn't I, like yeah, being right. edited. No, yeah. exactly. Right. So I almost wonder sometimes. I'd like to like to know. I'm sure not much of it was edited because he's he's brilliant. But and, and, and that's um, the other thing too. I guess that you know we're ta- we were just talking about the, the amazing character Frodo is and how he, how I, I think I, sometimes because of the way he's portrayed in the film, he he comes off as kind of like more easily influenced than than he necessarily is in the book and i think this maybe maybe the the, the other flip side of this too is it's, this is him not afraid to stand up to to, mm-hmm. to boromir yeah like he, he's finally he, he's finally come to grips with the fact that this is what he has to do and he remembers gandalf's words uh and he and there's some he has some courage in that um and you also got to wonder too like is that also uh you know is that his courage or is that the ring Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. Yeah. There's there's three characters here, right? In this right. scene, <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, yeah, but you're um, right. He didn't have to say that. that. That would only, you know, obviously flare uh, Boromir up. Well, and it does because he yeah. says that strength is what has protected you far away in your little country, yeah. uh, though you knew it not. And he's got a point, actually. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, he and does. this is this is where thinking back I, I think he's speaking more from what he's heard Elrond and Gandalf say about men yeah I yeah, that's a good point I don't know that he's really he's I mean how many how many men has, has Frodo ag- interacted with right but then again you have Aragorn yeah I know right yeah, the exactly. best example of yeah. men too right and, and he knows that full well yeah so and, and probably because of what Aragorn feels about the ring that he says that too like mm-hmm. Aragorn doesn't think that you know obviously believes that it should be destroyed that men should have no part of it that well he doesn't want to take the ring to to gondor right and, and, yeah and i just thought of something you know i guess i guess what i had just said there also kind of works against um the point i was i was driving to is that all he really does know is are, are these two examples yeah and the one who's not Pretty a extreme. numenorian yeah. well you know or, or you know um blessed with that you know yeah um extended life yeah. is boromir yeah. you know he so he knows he all he knows is boromir he knows you know this is what this is what this is his representation of right. of what the race of men uh, are like, yeah. and that and Butterbur, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> so also uh, not real reliable, yeah, right. So, anyways, uh, he, and he says that he doesn't doubt the valor of other people, but uh, the world's changing. Um, that basically, it's it really Frodo stick to that delay, man. It's it's we don't want to delay this. You know, we don't want to take the road that's easiest. They they debated that back at the council. Yeah. you know, doing what was easy. Um, putting things off, casting it into the sea, yeah, uh, hiding it somewhere, right, right. Yeah. delaying the inevitable, right, you know, um, and what and what have you. So, yeah, yeah. Anyways, wow. Right. Uh, so, and then, anyway, uh, the best line here for all of this is is no hope uh, while the ring lasts. Yeah, right. So they have to destroy it. In his mind, it's it's destroy. Whereas Boromir is still in this preserve it, use it. Yeah, good, great point. Um, and he says, ah, the ring, uh, his, li- his eyes lighting. The ring, is it not a strange fate that we should suffer so much fear and doubt over so small a thing? So small a thing. And I've seen it only for an instant in the house of Elrond. Could I not have a sight of it again? Frodo looked up. His heart went suddenly cold. This is where it kind of turns in. Dude, yeah. it's like, it I feels like a horror film. Um, turning point. Yeah, he caught the strange gleam in Boromir's eyes, yet his face was still kind and friendly. So very interesting. Like thinking about the okay, dude. Here you go. Again, the, the motif of the eyes, right? They're on. They're on the hill of seeing. Uh, 
here in a little bit, the eye of, Sa of, Sa of Sauron is revealed. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Good call. Um, the face being very friendly, mm -hmm. but it's in the eyes mm -hmm. that, that um, Frodo feels very uncomfortable. Everyone um, else averted their eyes in the, when, when Boromir stared him down. Yes. He, yep. even, even his his indication that Boromir was there was because he felt like someone was looking, looking at him. him. Yep. Unfriendly eyes. Yep. Um, and, and you know, I mean, obviously the, the, the whole concept, the eyes are, you know, the window into the soul. They're revealing of who you really are. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yep. Unreal. Yep. Uh, so, um, anyways, it's not going well. You know, Bormir is trying to convince him, but uh, really not working. Um, he kind of even says, you know, so Frodo denies him, you know, uh, a, a glance at the ring. And he says, as you wish, I, I care not. Yeah. Um, Which that those lines are, are taken and put in a different it. part of the film. Well, and also they're mentioned earlier in the book too. He says that uh, you know somewhere else too, sort of like you guys make your own decisions. I care not. You yeah, know, acting like he doesn't really care. Yeah, um, but it's he his does. defense. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just it's a way, mannerism way of speaking. Yeah. Um, so you know, um, they talk about the world changing. Ministereth um, mm -hmm. will um, will fall if the ring lasts. But why? Certainly, if the ring. Uh, we're with the enemy, uh, then then basically Ministereth is going to you know yeah. uh, suffer um, more. Uh, but not if we have it. But not if we have it. Yeah. Right. So, so he's just you know again, uh, and then this is where Frodo kind of calls him out and says, "Were you not at the council? You yeah. know, we cannot use it. It's not something that we can use." So, uh, you know, I think in Aragorn's mind, it's sort of like we we hide it, we gather force, we march in uh, to Mount Doom, and we destroy it. Right. Uh, we don't use it, but right. can we can we penetrate, you know, Mordor in, uh, in a way in which we can cast it into the fire? Right. You know, that's what I'm thinking. He's. I, sure. I hope that's what he's thinking. Oh yeah. Um, whereas Boromir is sort of like, he wants to use it. And that, right. I don't think that's really what. Do you think that's what crossed Aragorn's mind? I don't think that's what no. he's debating no. about. Yeah. I don't nope. think so either. No, nope, I do not. I, okay. I, he knows what he has to do. Uh, he knows what he has to rise above. Yeah, I don't. I mean, the very fact that. You know, Boromir's kind of alluded to this in the past, and it's disgusted Aragorn. Yeah. You know, he's they've had their moments the, the past few chapters too, where yep, I'm not, we're not going to Gondor, we're not taking it to Gondor, yeah. like you know, unless that's what Frodo wants to do. You know, he's always yielded to the ring bearer, and and Boromir has always tried to sway him, and at least you know recently, yeah. and influence him. Yep. Yeah. So he's st he's still trying to convince him here, and uh, and he says Gandalf, Elrond, all these. Folk have taught you to say so. Yeah, he, and that's, that's to your point. He's starting to get really impatient here. He, he's starting to lose his cool. Well, I think I think he has a see. That it's just laced with some truth. Yeah, uh, because I think that that you know the remark he made about men uh -huh. is directly something that I, I think he overheard at some point from Elrond and right. Gandalf or whoever yeah. Yeah. you know and things. So so having that I don't I don't know that it explicitly said that but I just right. kind of have that impression yeah. that it's something he might have heard yeah like he's been um, they, they poisoned his mind against men yeah and so idea. yeah he goes yeah. on to say these elves and half elves and wizards um, you know uh, they would come to grief perhaps yet often I doubt if they are wise and not merely timid 
Uh, it's now, now he's starting to cross. I mean, the yeah. first point is good. Then the second point is like, well, okay, yeah. hold on a second. Yeah. Uh, but to each, uh, but each to his own kind, uh, true-hearted men, uh, they will not be corrupted. We right. of Ministereth have been staunch through the years of trial, you know, basically saying we've proven ourselves. Uh, we do not desire the power of wizard lords, only strength to defend ourselves, strength in a just cause. Uh, yeah, and behold, in our need, chance brings the light, uh, chance brings to light the ring of power. Um, and then he goes on to talk about it's a gift, we need to use it against the foes of Mordor. Um, it's mad not to use it. So, um, filled with irony there. Yes, it is the madness, right? It's taking over him. Um, so yeah, let's see. What could not Aragorn do? Oh, wow. So he's been tossing in like, you know, his friend Aragorn saying, you know, um, that they're, that they're warriors and that they, they're they're great leaders. A great leader could Um, could wield it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And if he refuses, why not Boromir? Yeah. (laughs) The ring would give me power of command. You can, you can, it's, it's, the, the, this next this part is beautiful, is too. Note. It's Boromir strode up and down, speaking ever more loudly. Almost he seemed to have forgotten Frodo. He's having this conversation within himself. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, he, he started trying to convince Frodo, and now it's like, I mean, and that's what, when you're, when you're going nuts, that's what happens. You're, you're, he's, he's not even pitching it to Frodo anymore. It's in his own mind. He's rationalizing this. He, he knows, like the Boromir deep down knows this is wrong. But he's saying, ah, I know myself, though. I know myself. I, 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 other people, no, they couldn't handle it. Uh, 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 to, to take it in and try and destroy it, no, that's not going to work. But I, I could take this. I could use it. Uh, all, all, men, you know, wizards and elves, and they, they have their, 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 you know, whatever. They're immortal. They don't understand. We're men. We're all strong. He, he's, he's going overboard. He's swinging the other way. He's... he's He's desperately trying to. I actually kind of like. I mean, it's 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 madness, but it's madness that's bent on a glorious, you know, um, you know, defeat of the enemy, sure. right? So yeah, yeah. He drew plans for great alliances, glorious victories to be. He cast down Mordor, yeah, uh, and and became himself a mighty king, benevolent and wise. Do you think he's acting this out? Is he like drawing yes. his sword up and like standing on a rock? I think or he's something? completely lost his mind. Yeah, he's gone bonkers. You know how scared would you be as Frodo? Like, oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, it would be. When, do I, when am I slipping this thing on? Well, yeah, I'm like, getting uh, out of here. <laughs> like, as you said, he's not even talking to Frodo anymore. Yeah, it's completely starting to consume him. So you know, yeah, uh, it's sad. It's it's sad, but it's it like is. he just he, you still. I just I, I just want to drive home that he, he's coming from a good place, and logically, this does make sense to him. It does. He sees. I actually think. I think we might have missed it or, or, or glanced over it, but like he sort of says, like, if there were a greater chance, if the odds were that we could destroy it, yeah, and that that would that sure, let's do that. Yeah, but in the hands of a halfling, yeah, what what are the chances? Right, he's coming from a from a place of desperation, and we also talked about too how he's always had to play. You know, in 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 Gondor, he's the man, right? Yep. He is the man, but this whole time, that's also another thing that's worn on him is he hasn't been the number one, he hasn't even been the number two. Mm-hmm. And you know when you're, you know, if you are a strong leader and you're a group where there are other other amazing people who can lead to, and you feel kind of looked over, how you start to think, and hold on, I have a lot to offer too. Like, let me speak my piece. He f- he feels like he hasn't been heard. So this is all working working with this too, right? It's it, this is kind of fueling that that madness too. Like, you know, you you haven't you haven't trusted us. You haven't listened to me. Well, so so here's what it's coming to. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, uh, in his mind, he's got to be thinking, you guys are making me do this. 
Yeah. You know what yep. I mean? Like, yep. you've pushed me to this. This is the only choice we have. You won't acknowledge it. So I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. To save right. my people and to save Middle Earth in my mind. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He, uh, he, he makes another good point, um, actually. Um, he says, so, so you say that you are afraid. Uh, if it is so, the boldest should pardon you. Uh, but is it not really your good sense that, ro- that, yeah. that, that revolts? Man. And it's sort of like... Playing head games with Frodo. Well, but, I mean, he's sort of... He's trying, though, I think. You know, he, he's seeing this halfling, this hobbit is afraid. Mm-hmm. There's no way he's going to make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, he's trying to say to him, like, that fear that you sense... is isn't, a sign. Isn't that a sign telling yeah. you that this is... You know, that... Uh, that you're not going to make it. That, yeah. that, that the, the chances are better, you know, to stay with us and, yeah. and, and things. Um, so, uh, and finally, he's asking him, then will you come to Minas Tirith? Um, yeah. His face is eager, you know, and, and he says, but, well, because Frodo says, my mind is clear now. Yeah, basically, yeah. you've helped me, bud. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad I heard you speak so fully. Uh, yeah. My mind is clear now. We see his eyes again, too. Uh, shining and his face was eager. Yep. So he, there's this glimmer of hope. Like, yeah, you, you're going to come. You're going to mm-hmm. come with me, right? Yeah. Totally misreading Frodo. Blinded. Yeah. Yeah. There you Another play on, on, on vision. Like, he's not really seeing. He's blind to, to, the, to the truth. Right. And, right. and reality. Yeah. So uh, to kind of speed us to the, you know, the climax of this yeah. chapter, really, he kind of tries to, uh, let's just go take a rest kind of calms yeah. down here but I think he's still in the madness and he puts his hand on his shoulder and just wants to guide him back uh, to everyone else do you think Lane what, what was if Frodo would have just if he wouldn't have um, jerked well, away I think what do you think would have happened I mean I think uh, I think it all de- I don't know I mean because the rest of that sentence is very telling too he puts his hand on his shoulder in a friendly fashion but Frodo perceives like you know he, he feels his hand trembling with suppressed excitement right mm-hmm. i don't know dude he, i mean he's on he's on the edge uh of a, of a knife here and i don't know what he would have done like was I he gonna lead, was he gonna lead him back to everybody else or was he just gonna take you know walk with him for a ways and then grab him or did he just want that you know a couple steps but, and then i mean who, I, who knows man who knows? And, and that's why I think not just Russian. Listen, I think that's right, and I think that's why it's that why it's scariest. We yeah. don't know. We have no idea what yeah. he was thinking in that moment. The the fact that he was trying to hide his, um, you know, his his level of anxiety and, and excitement and um, that that energy that's trembling in him yeah. is that's that's a pretty bad sign. For right? sure. I mean, yep, yep. His, his his thoughts and his actions aren't really lining up either. But but he says just like like his expression and eyes those don't match either right right yeah but but, but he says I'm a true man right you know he's asking why are you jerking away you know why are you being so unfriendly I, I you know I'm 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 right. true yeah I'm not a thief uh, nor tracker I need your ring that you now know <laughs> uh, but I give you my word that I do not desire to keep it right sure uh, will you not at least let me make trial of my plan <laughs> lend me the ring right. Um, so he, if I can't have it, let me borrow it. Yeah, but I mean, he's not. He's, he wasn't gonna take it. At least that's what he said. Anyways, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and then uh, once he refuses him, um, he starts to call him a fool. Uh, a fool. Yep. You know, um, it angers me. Fool, obstinate fool, uh, running willfully to death and ruining our cause. Uh, if any mortals 
have claim to the ring. Uh, it's the men of Numenor, not halflings. Yeah. You know? Um, so it's not yours, save an unhappy uh, chance, basically referring to you know, Bilbo coming across yep. it uh, with Gollum. And, um, Hat. Yeah. 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 So. Man, crazy. It might have been mine. It should have been mine. Yeah. Give it to me. Yeah. So now, okay. All right. You've done it. You've gone and done it, Boromir. Yeah. So, and, and I think he does. Um, he tries to. He's just going back. He's going. He's he's manic here. He's going back and forth. He has these moments because then he comes right back, in a, in a gentler tone, a softer voice. Come, come, my friend. Yeah. Why not get rid of it? Why not be free of your doubt? This is where it's it's way more complex here than it is in the film. The film was just this big build up in this rush, and then here, this is where he says. Um, you know, give it to me and you can blame it on me. You don't have to, you can be free of your burden, which is again, like, dude, that is insane. That, Cause that's, that's what the only thing that, that that's the, the major thing that's been weighing on Frodo. He wants to be rid, rid of this burden. He wishes it had never come to him. He wishes he didn't have to, to go on this journey. And, and Bormir's going, give it to me. You don't have to. Like, how did he know that? Mm-hmm. Did he hear Frodo say that? Is it just something he's assumed? Like that plays right into what Frodo wants. Right. He's being tempted himself. Yep. Right. He says, "Give it to me. You can be free of it. You can blame me. Uh, it, it'll be. It'll be. Um, you know, my responsibility. You can say I was too strong and took it by force. For I am too strong for you, halfling. So that's a. <laughs> that, that's a veiled threat. Yes. That's him going. You know. You, it, it, you know. You can say because I am. Right. Right. Be careful there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. We're getting too deep. Oh my god, we're getting too deep. We can skim through the other stuff. All right, cool, 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 cool. I just, I, I just did like, <laughs> I just turned four to five pages and, and looked at Lane and went, "What?" Uh, so sorry, we're getting guys. lost in the madness. I am man. sorry, we're getting is, lost in the is, madness. It's crazy. It's got to mirror the um, chapter, right? Yeah. So, so let's just dive into it. He, he, yeah. he lunges for him, and uh, goes and, for him. And Frodo has to use the ring. Puts the ring on, disappears. Yeah, he does. So, um. And he calls to him, says, Frodo, Frodo, come back. A madness took me, but it has passed. Come back. And there was no answer. Frodo did not hear his cries. He says, what he have was, I done? Yeah. Yep. He was already far behind. You know, yeah. And, and, and he, he's starting to, to yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, so, so we, two things happen here. First, uh, there's this bit with Frodo and the ring on. Correct? Yeah. Okay. Um, Dude, Boromir and his burning eyes. His burning yep. eyes. Of, oh, gosh, I know, man. I really went for it here. This Ugh. is, yeah. Um, so why is the ring on? We get this description. We get uh, a discussion about him going to the summit of Amenhen, mm-hmm. and um, basically he's he's up there at the top. I think he even climbs the up to the ancient chair, right? Yeah, and the he, seeing seat. Yep. Yeah, and, and he actually or the sits seat of there. Seeing. Yeah. And this is where I did. Um, unfortunately, you know, we, this might be a long episode because uh, so, something goes on here that wasn't. I wanted to kind of take a deeper look at. So. Um, at first, he's up there. He can't see. He, he can see little, right? Yeah. Um, he seemed to be in a world of mist uh, in which there were only shadows. Yeah. The ring was upon him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here and there, the mist gave way, and he saw many visions, mm-hmm. small and clear as if they were under the eye, uh, under his eyes, uh, upon a table, and yet remote. And so I'm just trying to picture this, right? You know, mm-hmm. uh, there was no sound, only bright living images the world seemed to have shrunk and fallen silent he was sitting upon uh, the seat of seeing upon upon Amun Hen uh, the hill of the eye 
of the men of Numenor. Mm -hmm. Eastward he looked into the wide uncharted lands, nameless plains and forest unexplored. Northward he looked, and the great river lay like a ribbon beneath him, and the misty mountains stood small and hard as broken teeth. So cool. Westward he looked and saw the broad pastures of Rohan, uh, Northak, and the pinnacle of Isengard, uh, like a black spike. Southward he looked, and so, you know, he... Can you actually see these things, or is this is this, the, is this the the, is it enhanced? the power? Yeah. Yep. By by the um, location, then also the ring as well. Because I mean, I'm wondering how high up is is Kenny going to actually mm. really see these things? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, southward he looked, uh, and below his very feet, the great river uh, curled like a toppling wave and plunged over the falls of Rarus into a foaming pit. Um, yeah. So. He's seeing all these different things there, uh, but everywhere signs he looks, it's all signs of yeah. war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he sees you know the, the misty mountains are crawling uh, like anthills. There's orcs everywhere, um, Mirkwood. There's there's this deadly strife of elves and men and fell beasts. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of stuff going on here. The, yeah, the bad stuff. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. So I, I I was kind of wondering these these are visions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Are they visions? Because he has, like, would he have seen something? Would it, would something have come to him uh, if he went all the way up and sat at this ancient seat? And is there some power there? Uh, and then there's the mixture of the of, of the ring, perverting it to, or is it just the ring in this? Pl- you know what I'm I, saying? I think you have some really good ideas there because you know obviously he is on, uh, you know, the hill of the eye. And it, it, there's one there's one line that's like just giving legs to everything you're saying. There's no sound. Yeah. There's no sound because he's not on the you know the hill of hearing. Oh my gosh. This is where you see things. It's not where oh you hear things. My. So anyway, my cool connection. I'll just go ahead and break it out now. Was oh my gosh. If he had been on Amon La, in the same situation, if the same thing happened on the eastern bank, would this have all been things that he heard and not seen? Holy so, so I agree with what you're saying. I think, I think it's a combination of everything. I think it's the rush of what just happened. I think it's the ring. And I think it's the, 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 the purpose of what this location was used for in the ancient days. Does, does the island Tolbrander, does it have like a... No one's ever been on it. No one's ever been on it. But like, I don't if know. If you could get on it or if there was... Would there you have seat, both? Would there be... I don't know. I don't know. spot to... You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. That's a great, great question. It's probably something in the histories we need to look at. Yeah. I guarantee it. That's the cool, I know. That's the cool depth behind it all. Right? Why didn't I say that for another first? chapter? Uh, so <laughs> yeah, good. That's, I love that cool connection because I, I don't know um, what's happening there. Yeah. So uh, I agree with you though. I think it, it it's um, he sees so much here, and I, yeah. I, we really don't have time to go into all of it. But oh, I mean, uh, he sees the the ships of the Harad. Um, you know, he sees the Dark Lord in motion. Uh, he's seeing everything. Everything. Yeah, yeah he's seeing yeah. what's happening there. Um, um, and his, his eye is kind of being unwillingly pulled, mm-hmm. uh, you know, drawn towards Golgoroth and towards the Land of Shadow, towards Mordor. Yeah. And that the man. darkness lay under the layer under the um sorry, darkness lay there under the sun. Fire glowed amid the smoke. Mount Doom was burning and a great reek rising. Then at last his gaze was held, wall upon wall, battlement upon battlement, black, immeasurably strong, mountain of iron, gate of steel, tower of adamant, he sought. Barad-dur, mm-hmm. fortress of Sauron, and all hope left him. And suddenly he felt 
the eye. So yep. the same, the same sensation, right? He doesn't see it. Interesting. He feels it first. Same thing that happened with Boromir. Right, right, right. Yep. There was an eye in the dark tower that did not sleep. He knew that it had become aware of his gaze. This part is crazy, dude. Um, eventually, it goes on. You know, he heard himself crying out, um, uh, never, never, or uh, was it, verily I come to you. He could not tell. Then as a flash from some other point of power uh, that came to his mind, another thought, take it off. Because he feels like this, this eye is searching for him, and if it, it's, it's at Emon it's at Emon Law. It's touching there. It's coming to Tolbrandir. And, it, and if it sees him, he's gone. And there's nowhere he can hide from it. And then he realizes, you've got the ring on. Take it off. Take it off. Wow. Two powers strove in him for a moment, perfectly balanced between their piercing points. He writhed, tormented. Suddenly, he was aware of himself again. Frodo, neither the voice nor the eye, free to choose. And with one remaining instant in which to do so, he took the ring off of his finger. Wait a second. Wait a second. Let me hear it. What do you got? So when the eye is looking for him, um, yeah. it was about to nail him down here. Yeah. And this is intense. This is uh, far beyond what the movie. Oh, I know. It's, it's fantastic. I mean, this, this implies that when the, if that eye would have seen him yeah, so with I'm that asking, ring on. That's what I'm freaking asking. I mean, do you ring know, wraiths come down? Almond they, Law, uh, it touched. Yep. So now I just realized that's across the Yep. It's moving across the river. The river. Right. right. Toll Brandier, it's, it, it, it uh, glances yep. upon. And that's when he ca- he throws himself from the seat, yes. crouching, covering, so because it's moving in his direction. Did it actually look there, or d- I'm guessing it didn't? He just had to he had to get the ring off before it did. It was I, I, before it it's almost like you almost see like this, like instead of a shadow, Slow it's this light, yeah. this light coming, and it's almost there. And right before he takes that ring off, yeah, I gotcha. and then it loses all clarity of vision. I mean, it's. So it's very interesting. So he's the one crying out, you know, um, never, never, or was it verily I come, I right. come, uh, I come to you. He couldn't tell. Isn't that um, interesting? Opposites. Right. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. And it's like he's got these two, it's like these two, two powers pulling on him, right? Telling, yeah. One telling Dude, it's two. Yeah. crazy. Two powers strove in him. Yeah. Um, something that I thought is super small, and I don't know that it matters at all. But uh, this eye doesn't sleep. Yeah. And I'm just thinking how often our characters need sleep and how the dreams and visions and things uh, come to Frodo during a time of rest. And, That's a great and point. things And how the you know, different characters in the histories were put back to sleep or were sleeping and then awoke, you know, and things. And this is something that does, it's just, that doesn't, it's just doesn't seem right. <laughs> Excuse me. What sorry. I that? turned from the mic. And my sneeze is still out. Um, also, yep. how often is Frodo losing sleep now? Yeah. And how often yep. will he continue yep. to lose sleep? Sleep becomes harder and harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. So, anyways, so, uh, let's, let's, let's move on. Yeah, there's, there's sorry. There. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, it's rich. Uh, a black shadow seemed to pass like an arm above him. It missed Amenhen and groped out west and faded. Uh, so he's, he's, in, he's in the clear, yep, right? Then it clears. Yep. He's weary. Um, but now he says to himself aloud, I will do now what I must, yeah. he said. Um, this at least is plain. The evil of the ring is already at work, even in the company. And the ring must leave them before it does more harm. Um, I will go alone. Some I cannot trust. And those I can trust are too dear to me. Poor old Sam and Mary and Pippin, Strider too. His heart yearns for Minas Tirith, and he 
will be needed there. Now Bormir has fallen into evil. I will go alone at once. So it's time to go alone, right? So he's yeah. decided that um, that's, that's what he has to do. And uh, I don't really like the phrase that, you know, now Bormir has fallen into evil. Um, he, he, doesn't, he didn't get to see the, the, the remorse there. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, you're right. And, and, it's an assumption, and I guess. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's it's fair for him to say. I guess I just, I, it's just unfortunate that he didn't get to see, or at least maybe he did. Maybe we, maybe he was, maybe he did get to see that. And, yeah. and, and I don't know. I just, it's unfortunate. So, anywho, um, he's also probably thinking he was about to kill me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe he's yeah. not. As yeah, right. Maybe he's not as yeah. <laughs> Right, but Good yeah, call. no, but Good yeah, call. but for us though, but for us, because we we love this kid, and and he did too. I mean, he loved him too. He loved everybody in that fellowship. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. mm. um, okay, so Tragic. he says, you know, they're they're gonna be hunting me. I wonder how long I have been away. Hours, I should think. So, yeah. Wow, holy cow, he's been been away for quite a bit. Yeah, how long were those visions going on for? What, what, what was happening? So, yeah. um, he actually he drew out the ring once more, and he and he and he, and he puts it on. He vanished and passed down the hill, less uh, than a rustle of the wind. So, um, so your your point is, has got to be the way it is, my man. Because if he puts the ring back on right after he was almost mm-hmm. seen in that vision, in that in that important place on top of I'm on Hen, it has to have been a combination of the ring and the location. Yeah. Because if he can just put it back on and run through the, you know, and be like invisible. Um, right. Yeah. There's. There's. Yeah, yeah. It's something with those two locations. Yeah. I love that you pointed out that it's just he's seeing these things. And there was no sound. No sound. Yeah. Very. Very good. Because um, all things that you would you would associate sound to all those. You know, he saw a lot of groups of people and 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 places within within Middle Earth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I don't feel good. What happened? <laughs> Sorry. Was my eye bugging out? Guys, every once in a while, Ezra does these looks, and I just I'm I'm <laughs> thr- I think he does it to throw me off because I look around and I'm like, is What's the world on? ending? Is am I am I asleep? I'm just this is what happens when I sleep. Getting into the, I, I, get, I go into a trance. I'm thinking. I'm like staring into the wall. I'm really just such thinking, a hand off thing thinking, to thinking, do. Thinking. Gosh. Um. So, anyways, let, and I don't want to. I don't want to diminish any of of what happens back with I the know. rest of the group. But I, I think for sake of time, it's they're back there and they're wondering what to do. Um. So they're back by the riverside. Um. They've stayed there, and. Um, they're wondering what would Frodo choose to do? Um, why was he hesitating? You know, all, all those good things. Uh, and, and Aragorn tells him you know, he's debating which course is most desperate. Um, and well he may, you know, it is now more hopeless than ever for the company to go east since we've been tracked by Gollum uh, and must fear that the secret of our journey is already betrayed. And that's actually so... That's the... That's the real catch, isn't it? What is Gollum going to do? Uh, yeah. His decisions are really... Uh, it's, it's almost like the perversion of the ring on Gollum is sort of becomes its own undoing, uh, in a sense. Mm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it did when I said it, anyways. I <laughs> so, no, yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, think, I think the reason I'm like quiet is I'm thinking. I'm unpacking that. Well... Y- I guess what I'm trying to say there is uh, that's a heavy that's a that's a loaded statement, man. I, you got to digest that. You know, give me a second. Well, say it again. Okay, because I'm slow. Is the is the perversion of the ring on Gollum sort yeah. of, you know, the way it has perverted yeah. his mind mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. bent you know his mind towards yeah. in an obsession with with the ring itself. Is that actually what ends up yes. undoing uh, the ring in a sense? Yeah, ultimately, it's, it's because power. yeah, you know, he could, as Aragorn says here, betray 
the ring to someone else, but that's not what he wants. Right. He doesn't want anybody else to get this thing. Right. He wants himself to have it. Right. And in and, the end, isn't that what... Yes. And, yeah. and I mm-hmm. think the enemy... Jumping way ahead. I think the enemy thinks that, you know... Um, well, that he would just rather it not be in the hands of, of the hobbit. No, he doesn't want anyone else to have it. I mean, it's... Okay, and, and here's a common theme with our with the enemy as well. He, he underestimates everyone. Yeah. Everyone. He, he, under, he thinks... And I guess kind of in the same way... Here you go. Another little parallel. That Boromir... Mm-hmm. underestimates everyone else and overestimates the power of, yeah. of men. Sure, sure. Uh, and so maybe that is also, you know, he's, he is very prideful, but maybe in that moment uh, where, he, where he fell into madness, that was, you know, a, almost a trait of he and Sauron that, that they shared that Sauron, you know, perverted within him. Yeah. Man, wow. Right, right. Yep, yep. Okay, um, so let's move into some of these different characters' thoughts, though, about what they should do. Yep. Because uh, I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Legolas uh, yeah, this speaks cool. up here and says that they're, that they're um, Grievous is our loss, yet we must uh, make up our minds without his aid. Um, kind of talking about, uh, are they talking about the loss of Gandalf and Frodo being sort of, um, yeah, yeah, he's talking mm-hmm. about the loss of Gandalf. You know, uh, we cannot, or why cannot we decide and so help Frodo? Uh, let us call him back and then vote. Um, I should vote for Minas Tirith. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and so should I, said Gimli. We, yeah. of course, uh, were only sent to help the bear along the road to go further, to go no further than we wished, and none of us is under any oath or command to seek Mount Doom. Wow, it's just crazy. Yeah. But he goes on to say, though, um, that the parting was hard. It was hard for him mm-hmm. to leave Lothlorien. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when it He's does... He's been broken up since Lothlorien. Yeah. Gimli's so, been changed. He is a changed. He yes, is he a changed is. dwarf. Yes, he is. Um, when it comes down to it now, um, it's clear to me that I cannot leave Frodo. Mm. So I would choose Minas Tirith, but if he does not, then I will follow I him. Follow him, uh, which is Isn't which that is awesome. Man. So yeah, they they think the course is Minas Tirith, but uh, it's up to Frodo. They're and, gonna go and with Legolas him. Legolas says the same. You know, I will go with him too. Right. How cool that these two characters who were so different when mm-hmm. we first met them are like united even in their thoughts. And their and their loyalty, it's pretty cool yeah. to see, man. Yeah, pretty it's, cool. Well, and it's yeah, exactly. It's neat to see Aragorn has already devised sort of a if this is the case, it's if he dis- plan. yeah, it is. Yeah, if if they decide to um, go to the eastern shore, you know who should go. Not all of us need to go. Right. You know, there's other tasks that need to be uh, completed here. Three companions that he would he would have go right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And he kind of wants Mary and uh, and uh, Pippin to. To stay out of it. And they, that won't do it all. No. Not going to happen. So, um, and this is the point where I made earlier, you know, that uh, Pippin kind of says that, that, that he wants almost to, it's, it's, it would be mad and cruel to let Frodo go to Mordor. Why can't we stop him? You know, mm-hmm. um, we must stop him. Yeah. And they're just concerned about their friend. They, yeah. And, that, and, and this, is, this is one of those things that's like. Um, they're almost kind of realizing the reality of what's. They're going to lose their friend. Right. He's going to die if, if, if he right. heads that way. Now, he still may survive. He still may complete the quest, but he's, he's, he's a goner yeah. in their minds. Yeah. And really, they're not concerned about the fate of Middle Earth, just their friend. Yeah. And sometimes that, I think, is... Is, 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 is Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just this caring for one another. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, they don't really care. I don't think Mary and Pippin actually care whether they go to Minas Tirith or not. It's just sort of like, let's preserve each other yeah. as long as we can yeah. let's, let's for the shire let's, man yeah for, for the, the shire. shire let's yep. you know arm in arm here let's stand together as long as we can yeah you know um 
they're willing to go with him too. Yeah. But yeah. if they can convince him to stay with them, you know, they're going to. Right. He, you know, it's sort of like that, that friend who's going to go do something that you know is not good for them. Right. Uh, and you, you take it upon yourself to say, all right, I got to put my foot down. Right. I'm sorry. Sedate this guy. He is not <laughs> yeah. getting out yeah. of here. Take uh, his keys. This guy's done. Uh, so, <laughs> anyways. Um, yeah, and the loyalty. And this is really cool because we haven't, I mean, we've heard from Mary and Pippin, but it's been a while since I'm they've spoken we, their yep, piece. Yep. Glad and to hear and it. it's fitting, you know, it, you know, we've gone through a lot of different um, ups we need and downs. Them here a lot in the of end. Play- yes, yeah, we do. And, we, and it, you know, this, this started with the Hobbits. This, this fellowship started with the Hobbits. And yeah. it grew and, and, and became this, you know, what it is now because of what they accomplished early on. You know, Frodo wouldn't have made it without Sam, without Mary, without Pippin. They were, they were pivotal. They, they should have a say. They, you know, their thoughts, even if they're, you know, the, the, the idea of trying to stop Frodo, like, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, they should be honored because of their intentions, because of their loyalty and love for him. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's really cool. It's almost like a mini council they're having again. It's almost like yeah. Council of Elrond. Absolutely. Part two. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> or yeah. five or whatever. Which, <laughs> <laughs> um, so as, as they're talking, a neat line here that kind of stands out. I don't know if it's Pippin or, or Mary that says this, but uh, uh, they're talking about how silly you know, Bilbo is. You know, he, ought to, he ought to know uh, that if we can't stop him, we shan't leave him. Yeah. You know? and, and Sam decides to, to chime in here uh, and, and really says it's, it's not about hesitating which way to go. Yeah. He, oh boy, he can really see. He knows the right way to go. He yep. knows the right path. Yep. And he knows his master's going to choose it. It's just deciding what to do with this lot, you know, yep. everybody else here. And he starts to speak out against Ministereth and turns to Boromir, begging his pardon. He's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, and at this point they realize, like, uh, he's gone. Even the, uh, yeah, the, the respect of Samwise, you know, begging, begging your pardon, even though I'm not really sorry kind of a thing, is the, one, is, is the fact that alerts them to... <laughs> Former being gone. It's just funny. Yeah, it's it just is. so interesting to me. Yeah. Right. And then uh yeah, oh gosh. Um he's just, Sam says, you know, where's he gone to? He's been a bit queer lately to my mind, you know, bringing up some of the things that he's mm-hmm. he's noticed. Um but Mr. Frodo, he knows he's gotta find the cracks of doom if he can, but he's afraid. So just again, just like an insight into how perceptive Sam is of his master. I mean, this is stuff that he's seen that Frodo has not gone. He hasn't gone to Sam and said, I'm really, really scared. You know, I mean, no, like, right. this, is, this is stuff that he's picked up on. He's noticed. He's in sync. He's in sync with Frodo totally. He, he knows his master. Um, well, for, uh, this is plain. Okay, look, look, yeah. let me. Like, the deci- Boromir, I mean, Sam kind of, if you keep reading there, he says, but anyways, uh, but anyway, he's not in this business. Yeah. Boromir is not a part of their business. Yeah. Here's why. Because yeah. he said from the get-go he intends to go home. And he goes, no blame to him. Right. You know, that's his home. He needs to go right. back and defend it. He has a job to do there. Yeah. But he doesn't count. His opinion in this doesn't, doesn't, doesn't yeah. count. Yeah. Because we're, you know, we agreed to go destroy the ring. Right. Uh, and so that's been there. I mean, I just think it's so, it's perceptive. It's just, it's, uh, I love Sam. He's you know? the man. He's so, the man. He's I mean, is he the truest hero in, in these stories? Possibly. I mean, he's he's definitely the truest individual. He's, gosh, he's pure, man. Yeah. So, anyways, they, we, we go on a bit here. And, and, and Aragorn recognizes it, too. Real quick, sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. Just because I love him. He says, I believe you speak more wisely than any of us, Sam. And what shall we do if you prove right? Right? <laughs> yeah. Pippin. Stop him. Stop him. Don't let him go. Stop him. 
don't want to go. <laughs> I uh, wonder, said Aragorn. He is the bear, and the fate of the burden is on him. He just says, you know, I don't think that that's, that's not our place. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. There are power, right. powers at work here far stronger than us. Yeah. yeah. Aragorn's saying that. Right. Yep. <laughs> like, Absolutely. That's a big deal. Yep. Yep. Uh, and Gandalf said the same thing. So he sure did. Echoing that thought. Yep. Um, but now they're concerned. Yeah. Uh, because he's been gone too long. Pippin makes note of that. Uh, Aragorn realizes it as, as well. And, and that's when Boromir reappears. Comes, comes back. Actually. So they've been talking pretty and troubled. sitting there this whole time. And right. they never noticed he slipped off. Right. I mean, whoa. You know. I know, man. Okay. Sneaky. Um, and he just comes in and he's, he's cast down. Um, they ask if, if, if he's seen Frodo. He doesn't really, you know, yes no. and no. You know, uh, somewhere up the hill. He's still just torn up inside, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot he, of shame. He's but he's truthful. Shame. You know, he says yeah, that, he is. That, that he grew angry. Um, you know, I grew angry and he left me. He vanished. Um, yeah, and that's what happened. I mean. That's, that's what happened. And, right. and, and he, he admits that he was angry and because he, he wanted, uh, he couldn't convince him to go to Minas Tirith. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. so there's that, you know, uh, and then the madness kind of, I mean, yeah. it, it kind of spreads to the fellowship, right? They, they, uh, unless I'm skipping ahead here too much, no, you're you fine. Know, it Go says ahead. how long it's been since he's seen him. And then, you know, Aragorn's trying to, he, he tries to organize everyone to go out and search and, and the hobbits kind of freak out and then Legolas and, and Gimli run off and they all start scattering to try and find Frodo. Well, uh, yeah. And you, you made the connection back no to, order. um, a conspiracy on mask where in which Frodo had every intention of leaving them behind. Yeah. And that's in the back of the Hobbit's minds thinking he's gone and done it. Yeah. Let's go find yeah, him. They're not waiting. Right. They're that's not right. waiting for any they're you know for, Sam just takes off. Yeah. And then Bormir's still sitting there it's just <laughs> just kind of in this stupor, um I think torn with himself and uh Aragorn like when the, when the other when the, when the younger two hobbits take off, you know, he says, "Go protect them." Yeah, get up. You know, it's yeah. okay. Get like, the, you know, get up. So, uh, what, what does he say to him exactly? Let's see. Here. So, is this scattering? As is this? Is this the the moment of the breaking of the fellowship? Is it when Boromir uh, has his conflict conflict with Frodo? Is or is it this 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 is like an actual physical? I mean, if you saw this, you'd see them scattering in every sure. direction. Yep. Is yep. this the actual break? It's just interesting. What and it's probably up for interpretation what the actual breaking is. But mm. I see this and I think, you know, they, they realize what's going on in the situation, and they're not of one mind anymore. They've been of yeah. of even if they've had different points of view, they've moved as one this whole time. Right. And here they are in a panic, kind of scattered all over the place. It is something, isn't it? Because yeah. had Frodo returned uh, and sat down, it would have been fifteen fine. minutes after Boromir. Uh, and Boromir is, is feeling guilty and upset with himself and says, I was wrong for that. I, I apologize. Yeah. You know, all, all those th- things is the fellowship in its spirit. Is it still there? You know, is the fellowship yeah, still great question. Still there in spirit, even yeah, though they split yeah. physically. It wouldn't know. have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, it's a pretty, you know, he tried to f- take the ring. I know. So you can make the, Gosh. the case there either way. So, um, yeah, they take off Sam. Though. This is just clutch, man. Uh, he can't keep up. You know, yeah, yeah. Strider's just, you know, bolting through the woods here. And right. they're, they're, they're taking off in every which way. I love that he says to Boromir, you know, I, I don't know what part, you know, you've played in this mischief, but help now. Go after yeah. those two young hobbits. Guard them at the least. Um, even if you cannot find Frodo, come back to this spot. Um, if you find him or any trace of him, I shall return soon. So yeah. he's just urging Boromir to do uh, just that. And I think I can't wait till we get to that, you know, um, later on just sort of his uh, 
picking up with Boromir. But but yeah. for now, we have to leave him there. And um, Sam though is is just good old Sam, just smart, right? He couldn't keep up with the with with Strider, the Ranger. Yeah, because uh, he wants to go to the the seat at the top of Amon Hen to have a better look. Yeah, exactly. He's a Ranger. He needs that that vantage point. And then right. yeah, you're right, Frodo or Frodo. Sam can't keep up. Uh, yeah, he's telling himself to talking think. to hold himself. Yeah. yeah, hold on here, hold on. Uh, wait, what does he say? We get uh, this throughout, you know, in the future, and we've had it. Steady Gamgee. Yes, I love Steady. <laughs> Whoa, Sam Gamgee. I love how he talks to himself, man. It's like yeah. uh, it's something my mom does all the time. Personal connection, and I also do that too. I, I love when they, they actually say like um, talking to yourself. I mean, it might be a sign of insanity. I don't know, but it's actually it's actually a healthy thing to do. To a certain extent. Yeah, actually. When you talk uh, to yourself like that, you're helping verbalize your thoughts. You're right. getting out of your head a little bit, and you can sort of speak your way through things. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. No, you know no, what? No. Oh, okay. All right. No, because actually, like literally. You do the same uh, thing. Yesterday, one of my students walked in, and uh, she was like, uh, are you Mr. Kirk, to? are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, I'm good. I'm good. It was one of my freshmen, too. And she was like, are you sure? Because I can. Are you sure? Do and you I'm need like, someone to talk to? I think she was ready to go get the nurse. And I'm like, I'm just going over the to-do list today all right well, that's hilarious so sorry um yeah but uh he, he this i can't believe he's the one who saw this you know what i mean like yeah. i think they're all rushing out just to sort of like did an orc take him is he you know yeah. is something is he in, in peril um isn't it interesting too that they you know aragorn was was going to the um the seeing seat to have a to have a, to a have look, look to find him sure. and it's it's actually sam who doesn't make it Mm-hmm. Who sees what he needs to see? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, and basically, says you know he he needs his stuff. Right. He needs a boat to get across because yep. he knows where he's, he's smart, going. Man, he knows yep. where he's going. Yeah. He's not going to stay on this side. No, he has to get across. Yeah. So he's waiting for all of us to scatter. Yep. And he'll go grab a boat, and then he'll be Sneak back off. across the way. Yep. And he's invisible right now too. Right. So if if, if he vanished, Bormir just told him that. What, what, you know, he's safer than all of them right now. Yeah. Well, air quotes safer. Um, so. Yeah, he's going to keep an eye out for him back there at the boats. Um, coming, Mr. Frodo. Coming. Yep. <laughs> he's got no gear. As, as, as the boat, as the uh, boat. Yeah, he sees a boat kind of slip off, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, sliding down the bank all by itself, kind of curious. With a shout, Sam raced across the grass, and the boat slipped into the water. Uh, flung himself from the bank after he called for him, clutching at the departing boat. He missed it by a yard. With a cry and a splash, he fell face <laughs> downward into deep, swift water. Gurgling, he went under, and the river closed over his curly head. This is amazing how they do this in the film, too. It's like, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exclamation of dismay. Came from the empty boat. Paddle swirled, and the boat uh, put about. Frodo was just in time to grasp Sam by the hair as he came up, bubbling and struggling. Fear was staring in his round, brown eyes. <laughs> so, again, keying in on the eyes, that motif we see again mm-hmm. and again. Up you come, Sam, my lad, said Frodo. Now take my hand. Save me, Mr. Frodo, gasped Sam. I'm drowned. I can't see your hand. <laughs> Here it is. Don't pinch, lad. I just love it. Like, I love their back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Take care of him. Gets him out of there. Yep. Gets him in. Safely um, on my way. Safely, said Sam. All alone without me to help you? I never caught that. He can't see his hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, I just realized Oh, that. my gosh. He can't see it. Yeah. Take the ring off. He, he still has it on. Right. You know. Wow. Um, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> And Frodo can see him, so he's that's reaching out his hand. Like, like, that's the movieism, dude. That's the movieism. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um, I guess it'd be kind of hard to do a, a two-character uh, dramatic scene with one of them being invisible. Right, right. Yeah. So anyways, um, 
Yeah, so he gets him in the boat, and, and basically um, he does take off the ring and, and decides uh, to let Sam go back and grab, grab his pack, grab his stuff. You, you know, think in the um, boat, um, I don't know, I mean, maybe this is just me getting a little crazy. You think in the boat that maybe they were just kind of sitting and talking and thought to themselves, it's like a podcast. Wow. Did you almost for Wow. Oh, no, no. This is the latest it's ever come. That's what she... What? <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you think? I don't know. They yeah, might I think, have done some daydreaming. I, I think we should. They're yeah. about to go on a, a venture all by themselves, uh-huh. sort of. Yep. Uh, yeah. Let's do the same thing. If we were going to ever start a podcast, what would you get the name right? What would you think? What would we call it? Um, the what? <laughs> the the Tinned Rock and Roll Podcast? I love it, man. So topical to this chapter is. Um, let me see. Thank uh, you. Uh, I Seat You Podcast. Uh-huh. Instead yep. of yep. I yep. See You. Yep. Right, right. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, the Eyes of Boromir Podcast. Ooh. I don't know if I'd want to listen to that. It might kind of freak me out a little bit. Yeah. Plain as a Pike Staff podcast. Okay. Right. Um, a Russell Wind podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. How about uh, Second Breakfast? Wow. If I could actually read it. Right Second Breakfast podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, oh, boy. Uh, the Eru Iluvapod. Wow. Right, right, I yeah, think you nailed right. it. That's probably going to be the name we go with, man. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. one of these days. What? Let's just table that idea for What now. happened to mine, though? The 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 breaking of the pod. What happened to... Uh, breaking of the pod? You didn't even put mine in there. Remember at the beginning of the... <laughs> Is that an idea? That wasn't. No. I like that. No. 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 The breaking of the podcast. Okay. Cool. Whatever. That's the new title, guys. So you get a new logo made and everything? Jeez. No. Anywho, um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but they, they have to shove off. And, and where's the line that, oh, it's such a good line, where he talks about going to Mordor. He said, but I'm going yep. to Mordor. Um, of course you are. Yeah. And I'm going with you, you That's know, right. in the movie. Yep. Uh, and I'm coming with you, yeah. he says. Yep, I know here. that well enough, Mr. Frodo. Of course you are. And I'm coming with you. Yep. Now, Sam, said Frodo, don't hinder me. The, the others will be coming back any minute. Um, if they catch me here. I shall have to argue and explain, and I shall never have the heart or a chance to get off. Uh, but I must go at once. It's the only way. Of course it is, answered Sam. But not alone. I'm coming too. Or neither of, or neither of us isn't going. Uh, I'll knock holes in all the boats first. <laughs> so, and then Frodo actually uh, laughs. Yeah. And he's, it's he's, been he's, a while. He's glad. Yeah. yeah. So, yep. uh, leave one. We need it. You know, We're going to need to get across this yep. uh, river. We're not swimming. Yep. And um, so he goes and grabs his stuff and, and get, some, uh, get some food. Yeah. Yep, and they run back. So all my plan is spoilt, said Frodo. It is no good trying to escape you, but I'm glad, Sam. I cannot tell how gl- I cannot tell you how glad. Come along. It is plain that we were meant to go together. We will go, and may the others find a safe road. Strider will look after them. I don't suppose we'll ever see them again. We may yet, Mr. Frodo. We may. Yeah. Beautiful. Wonderful. Um... Yeah, and they're, they yeah. yeah make their way a, uh, up Ammon Law and into the, the gray hills of Ammon Muil, and you know eventually down to the land of shadow. Wow, and that's it. It's all the end, as Rob Inglis would say. That's all she wrote. The end. You know. Yeah, yeah. man. So there well, aren't any other books, are there? What do we do? <laughs> what uh, do we do? So just uh, imagine the little eleven-year-old Lane Smith, twelve, whatever I was. Watching the you know the titles roll on this film and going, 
Like, that's the end? What? what? <laughs> sort of a ripoff. <laughs> Looking up to my uncle going, so do they make it? He goes, yeah. Well, you'll have to see. There's other other stories. I was like, what? 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 And that's the moment my life was changed. Forever. Forever. Yes. Oh, goodness. All right, my friend. Uh, we've already gone over cool connections. Yeah. So I uh, appreciate that. That's actually... Um, Really awesome. So it is time to dive into Bywater Post. Bywater Post. Get your specs on. We need to make sure our eyes are sharp, especially after that chapter, right? Yeah, my goodness. For sure. <laughs> so, Plenty of glare. Yep. Yes, um, sir. Okay. So this is from uh, our friend Darren, who we actually had a chance to um, run into up at uh, oh, yeah. at Potterfest. Wizardly uh, World. Yeah, yeah. So Kent. Uh, we wanted to kind of... Since it was not that long ago, and we actually, you know, ran into him and things, we thought we'd go ahead and read his his Tolkien story. He sent it into us uh, yeah. here. Uh, it started when I was five. My great grandfather came into my room one night before, um, you know, uh, and, and read me a book. Uh, he looked at me and said, "I have a new book to read to you. It's called The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien." And uh, as he begins, um, uh, and as he begins. To read this book to me, I fell in love with it. Over the next few months, uh, he would read me one chapter a night, and that's awesome. That's yeah, cool. That's you, really all cool. of us have those those uh, bedtime stories. Things yeah. you know, get uh, that, that, you know, that's just one a, more chapter. Come on, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, and as the story progressed, it it sparked um, a, you know in me this desire to want to read. Uh, so cool. Over the next couple of years, he read me uh, the Two Towers, Return of the King, uh, and then when I was about seven, I read The Hobbit by myself. Uh, then I decided. Um, and I asked my grandfather if there, if there were, uh, if there was any other books and he got me into the Silmarillion, wow. which is actually pretty fantastic. Wow. Um, I read that book and I understood it and it gave me a better understanding of the trilogy, um, of the Lord of the Rings. I understood why, uh, his son gathered that information and put it together. Um, it broke down the understanding of the first stage and the battles that ensued and the heartbreak on the atrocities. It helped me. Uh, understand the victories and the downfalls as well as the turmoil in the second age. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, and it's, it is actually, it's very interesting how, uh, how all that came to be. Yeah. Uh, as a child, I was so enthrilled. Uh, it, br- it brought me uh, the magic and hope. Um, you know, I, um, magic and hope. I also felt the sadness and despair, however. It also showed me, um, you know, what, what a fantasy world could be. Um, the Tolkien books opened up my world and it allowed me to be who I want to be today because some of the teachings still stick with me uh, 20-some years later. Amazing, man. Yeah. That's something, it right? It is, isn't it? Yep. I, yeah, right. It's, it's, uh, it has that effect on you. Yes, it does. Um, my advice is to read The Silmarillion and uh, do not be afraid of the book. Uh, it is something that will help piece everything together and shed light on things that were hinted at. Uh, in the books and the movies. Yeah. And that last line, I, I talked to Darren for, for oh man, probably five, ten minutes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was telling him how we were going to start this um, Histories of Middle Earth and how I had never read the Silmarillion and always kind of been kind of intimidated by it, which I think most of us have felt uh, either Absolutely. prior to reading it and getting into it or currently still feel. And, you know, he just encouraged me. He was, he was really kind. He said, man, you know, just, he said, get into it. He says, great, get into it. Yeah. And, and the way we did it, uh, starting with Baron and Luthien, I think is, is the best way to do it. It's so connected yeah. to the stories we're reading, even, even especially to the Fellowship of the Ring. And uh, it's a really cool gateway in because then it gets you curious as well. There's enough familiarity, but there's enough curiosity to drive you. Well, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if you start with Lord of the Rings, the, curio- the curiosity that you have is all of these histories. Yeah. Right? And so if you're, when you jump into Baron and Luthien, 
you're still curious about things to come and things that have been. Yeah, and the connection know? to Aragorn and, and Arwen, um, right. you know, mm-hmm. and Sauron being, you know, uh, a yeah. villain as well. So, yeah, really, really cool. Really cool. Gotcha. All righty. Got the next one? Got our next one from Mariah. Mariah mm-hmm. says, hey, y'all. I got to do a southern accent for that. Hey, y'all. You, hey, now, you think that's... You, hey, you have to have a southern accent? No. We okay. say it in Ohio, too. How would All you right. say it as? Uh, in my southern accent? or Do my... your Kentucky syrup. Hey, y'all. Hey, that's, y'all. That's basically to sound like I was just my own self. There. Hey, guys. <laughs> this is my impression. Hey, right. y'all. Hey, y'all. I'm so glad I found this podcast to accompany me through my journey through Middle Earth. I really appreciate you guys and the little insights you have. I was thinking about when I got into Tolkien and realized that his works have been an influence in my life for as long as I can remember. One of my father's favorite things to do was to introduce his daughters to things that he loved. Mm. Uh, I see a vision of me in the future. Yep, you and Winnie. At a young age, he played the animated Lord of the Rings film for us. When I was 10, he bought me The Hobbit and the Trilogy. Being the voracious reader that I, that I am, I made sure to read them before The Fellowship of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring came out in theaters. Uh, my dad took me to every movie, usually the midnight showing. How cool! Uh, my love for my Tolkien, my love for my my Tolkien was instilled in me by my dad, and these books and films hold such wonderful memories. My love for Middle Earth has continued to influence relationships in my life. Uh, my husband likes to say he knew I was the one because of how passionately I spoke about the Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. Yeah, cool connection wow. there. When we were married, I walked down the aisle in beautiful Ohio, born, raised, and still hanging around Wilmington, Ohio. All right, yeah, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the Shire, to the concerning (laughs) Hobbit's theme from the Fellowship soundtrack. Holy cow. Excellent choice. When we had our first child, he was born with several heart defects and required open-heart surgery at four days old. Jeez. He was in the hospital for five months before he came home, and the only thing that got us through that hospital stay was the Lord of the Rings. We read the books together and then watched the film in our son's hospital room as he healed. He's been hospitalized several times since, and we always watch the films to lighten the stress. Uh, sort of like um, their own little houses of healing. Mm-hmm. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. My son now loves Lord of the Rings as well, and at five years old has requested to be Sauron for Halloween. <laughs> well, that's wow. so cool, man. That's like cool. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Not sure Not sure if that's a, a parenting win or fail. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the amazing podcast and creating a wonderful community. I love having another medium on which to geek out about Tolkien, Mariah. So really cool. Um, Wish your son all the best. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Obviously, another illustration of how these stories can help you through hard times, through trials, through yeah. uh, uh, personal um, uh, struggles and, and uh, um, pain. Uh, and also the connection that... Um, it's it's like I love when it's passed down, yeah. You know, passed down from her from her father to her, and just the way it it, it, it like it sews generations together. Yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? It, like they, they they transform, they take you um, elsewhere. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to yeah. trying to think of a word for it, but like they um, you can Transports forget you. it. Yeah, transport. Yeah, they they yeah. transport you into like another. Yeah. world right yeah. it's what it is you yeah, know it's just absolutely. it's nice to uh, to escape into it you know and in, the, and in some way doesn't it almost make it, i don't know it helps put a because sometimes life doesn't feel as glorious as it really is right and our struggles are uh it's it's hard to express how 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 difficult they are and, and in this world of magic and and epic fantasy it it you know 
the reality that's how reality feels mm-hmm. that's how reality feels yeah and it, it's a, it's a great connection absolutely yeah. yeah um okay so uh moving on we got a couple actually this uh so we're, we're actually we've got quite a few this is great uh, michael van ness actually sent us in one and we're backlogged as you guys know so we're trying to catch up on <laughs> on some of these it's fantastic uh oh yeah it's great we, we love reading them and, and yeah, we're very happy we have so many um so this one uh, dates back just a bit, doesn't it? Um, hey guys, since yeah. we finally made it to Rivendell, well, uh, Michael, thank you. <laughs> let's take another rest. Right? Yeah, let's just take a break here. Um, I thought it would be appropriate to share my Tolkien story with y'all. Uh, from kindergarten through eighth grade, I attended a school called Wait for It, Rivendell. No, you didn't. Yeah, he sent. There's a link down below. Uh, Rivendell School in Arlington, Virginia. What? Yeah, the name was derived from Tolkien's description of Rivendell uh, and the Hobbit. And uh, here we go. His house was perfect, whether you liked food or sleep or work or storytelling or singing or just sitting and thinking best, um, you know, uh, know, or a a pleasant mixture of them all. Evil things did not come into that valley. Wow. Uh, That's so uh, cool, man. Yeah. So uh, I suppose there was never much. Uh, chance that I would ever do anything but love Tolkien, Lord of the Rings. I remember the older classes going on field trips to see the movies and how excited I was uh, when I was old enough to go see Return of the King. That's awesome. Uh, my dad told me about wearing yeah, here uh, it is. Frodo Lives badges in college <laughs> um, in uh, between the two towers and Return of the King books coming out. How cool is uh, that? Which is just crazy. So you cool, know? man. Uh, crazy, crazy. Um, ever since then, I've been a huge fan uh, from... Uh, reading and rereading the books to pretending to go on quest with King Elisar. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> it has been a series uh, in mythology that has always been a source of comfort and peace for me. And the podcast has been a welcome space of rest and peace during a very turbulent time in my life. Uh, a real gift to me in difficult times. Mm. Wow. That means a lot uh, to us. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited to continue listening and participating in the discussion online, although I am taking a hiatus from social media right now. Um, What a wonderful worldwide community to participate in. I look forward to more um, auditory adventures. Um, future meetups? Question mark. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Gotta make it happen. We got to go to Rivendell. Abs- we do. <laughs> yeah. Holy smokes, yeah. man. Uh, and many, many uh, more beers in the throat <laughs> and sniffs <laughs> of so air. Bad. Absolutely. Don't forget Wonderful. the sniffing. It's actually great sometimes because the way in which we get drawn back into, yeah. you know, just good to reminisce even in our own uh, little adventure that we're having. Yeah, it so, is. Yeah, it um, is. yours from Pittsburgh. Um, so, yeah. I love that. Based Michael on a map of Middle Earth. We would be the Entmores or Angmar relative to Amanda, but I like to I like to think that we are more like a Moria or maybe an Isengard. Okay, yeah, Pittsburgh, yeah, very Moria because of all the. I mean, you drive through mountains, get into the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep absolutely. Yep. So, got a link to a school there. Actually, like to really neat. I, I clicked on it earlier. It's fantastic. That's so. awesome. Uh, so we have Shona's story. Now, is this the one that we read part of before and didn't read the yeah, other part? Yeah, I think so. I okay, think so. so we, there, was a, there was a part that was lost in Moria. Uh, uh, it was kind of scribbled or the page was ripped out or stained or something. Right, right? stained. Or, orcs or uh, goblins got to it. Yeah. Maybe a Belrog kind of farted on it. Not really sure. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> here it is in its entirety. Um, uh, Shona writes, I just... Wanted to thank you again for the awesome community you guys have brought together with an unexpected pod. Lord of the Rings have always had a special place for me since I was first introduced to them. I know I sent you guys a short version of my story a little while back as I did not want to ramble on and bore anyone. That's not possible. Mm -mm. Nope. Not at all. So we don't ever want you to feel that way, okay? 
But then as I've continued to listen, others have shared their longer stories. So here's a bit more of mine. Good. Yeah. I grew up in a very... Uh, literary family, and one of my fondest memories is of my mom constantly reading to my brothers and I when we were little. We also made frequent visits to the local library, and she would bring one to two, one to two old milk crates, set them on the table in the middle of the children's area, and we would just fill them with books to bring home. Wow! Yeah, is that heaven for you, as? It's fantastic. Yeah, we were very upset when we moved to the new library. Uh, we were very upset when we moved and the new library had a 10 book checkout limit yet. Yeah, you know, they, 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 it, libraries really shouldn't be able to do that. You try to limit the amount of knowledge we're taking. Uh, no kidding. Like libraries are running out of books. I don't think so. I also was never grounded growing up, but would be restricted from going to the library for a week. <laughs> it what? was torture for me. Wow. That's amazing. When I was in sixth grade, my mom was my teacher at the school I was attending. That's really cool. Every mm-hmm. afternoon, she would read to the class after recess. When she began reading The Lord of the Rings, we were all entranced and frequently tried to push her to read more. Do you remember those books that your teachers read that you loved? And yeah. you would try, yeah. And every oh, once yeah. in a while, they'd, they'd read an extra chapter, like on a Friday. Right. We right. left poor Frodo and Sam on quite some cliffhangers. <laughs> then once the movie started coming out, I was hooked. My family might, uh, my family might say obsessed, but I did and still do love them. As each one uh, would come out on VHS, winky face, regular and extended, uh, I would come home from school and find copies that my mom had bought for me on my pillow. Wow, that is so cool. Now, that's like if the Tooth Fairy was really playing ball, that's what the Tooth Fairy Mm -hmm, would do. mm -hmm. I also still have my Lord of the Rings Trivial Pursuit board game. Holy cow. Mm. Which whenever played... uh, which, whenever played, my family would place additional rules on me so I didn't win in five turns. They eventually refused to play with me anymore. So if either of you uh, ever have a hankering to play... <laughs> um, oh, boy. Even over the years, my love for these stories has not dwindled in the least. At times, it was definitely an escape and refuge when I didn't always understand what was going on in my world around me. Yeah, I think we can all mm-hmm. relate to that. So thank you again for getting me back into these. It's nice to have someone to journey with. It sure is. We've got a, a beautiful fellowship. Uh, you guys and the rest of the group make me stop and think, ponder, and laugh out loud. Also just joined up with you guys on Patreon. So glad to be able to give back somehow. Well, we appreciate it so much. Yeah. Keep it going. Don't know uh, what I'm going to do when I finally get caught up, and I'll have to wait for new episodes to come out. Just finished episode 12 today. I have an hour commute to work every day, so don't apologize for the long episodes. (laughs) They're great. That's kind of been a a recurring theme, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, So sorry for rambling, but just uh, just wanted you to know how much you're appreciated. Well, thank you very much, Sean. Boy, it's, uh, uh, rambling is yeah, always we feel, allowed. We definitely feel appreciated. Yeah, that's right. Episodes. Butterburrs are, are welcome in all shapes and forms. Right? Yeah. I, I, that's, that's neat. You know, I that's mean. That's really cool. Um, I don't know. There's just something, whether you were a good reader or, or not a good reader, what have you, um, doesn't really seem these books just sort of have a magic, don't they? That yeah. They just sort of, uh, there's, a, there's a draw. There's there's a yep. power to them, right? Yep. You know. Yep. Uh, so it is interesting. They're so they're so fantastical, but they're so realistic at the same time. Yeah. And I think that's why it's. Um, I think that's why it's. I don't know. Just uh, thrived, and become this uh, incredible, transforming, cheese uh, um, phenomenon that it is. Mm-hmm. Right. These yeah. stories are are both. It's incredible. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep. 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 Yeah. Well, so uh, thanks, uh, you know, everyone who's who's sent in their um, 
you know, their origin story, yeah. Bywater Post story. Uh, we, we appreciate that. And uh, we've got, honestly, I was going to see if I have it still up here. I was going to do kind of a 10 or 15 more. No, not today. Well, I'd love to. I'd love to. But no, how many uh, do we have? Is that what oh, you're I was like, I was like, you want to do sorry, ten no, to fifteen no. more right now? We've got to be like what on our last couple minutes, you? right? What is wrong with you? No, we've yeah. got uh, Jennifer, Susie, Charles, uh, Richard. Um, you know, we've got Jessica, Katie. Um, we've got so many more. Is there an Urza Crick in there? Fantastic. There's a. There's a. Yeah, Urza's in there. Um, so awesome. That's know, that's but, so uh, cool, guys. So make sure you send those that. to. And unexpectedpod at gmail.com, and uh, we'll read those on the show. And uh, it doesn't matter how far back they are, uh, we want them to come to the Gmail. Yeah. We have a folder where we're keeping track of everything. At the conclusion there, so. of, of this uh, Fellowship of the Ring, I, I'm just going to go out and say it. That is my favorite portion we do every week. That is my favorite segment. That is my favorite part of this of this uh, book club and this journey is, is getting to hear your, your stories. Mm-hmm. It's so if you want to keep making our, our week every week, keep sending those in There's please, cause it's, it. it's the best. It yeah. really is. Yeah. How about some strawberries with cream, my friend? Yeah, let's do it. Breaking up is hard to do. If you had to choose a member of the fellowship to die or go on without or lose on your quest, Ezra, yeah. who would it be? And why you can't choose Boromir. <laughs> So the remaining, what, seven? Uh, to Who would you choose? Fellowship. To go without or lose? Yeah, you got to lose them. They're dead. They can't go on. You guys are breaking up. All right? So you mean at this point? Kind of pulling a Boromir. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Gandalf, Boromir are out. Yeah. Can't, can't, can't choose those. No. You got to pick the rest. Uh, Love the rest. By rights, we shouldn't even be here. And then um, I want you to do a, a flip it on the head. Who would you take with you? Okay. Well... So, so basically, though, I'm Frodo. I have to be Frodo. You are Frodo in this I'm in Frodo. this situation. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, stroke your hairy feet. Listen someone to some has, ASMR. Does someone have to die? What's wrong with you? I mean, maybe. What I sick and I said I just you? gave you options: die, go on without, lose on your quest. Okay. Um, go on without. And I can only choose one. <laughs> Sorry, you know, I just want to get the, I want to get yes. it straight. Yes, you can only. I can only choose one. Can only choose one. Okay. Choose one. Let's go, let's go. Um. I would probably go on without Legolas. <gasps> what? Can't believe I said wow, that? dude. So like Legolas could die and you'd be like, all right, guys, let's keep going. Wow. Okay. Who are you taking with you? Sam, right? Um, well, yeah, I think that's obvious. I thought, I thought we'd pick somebody besides Sam though. If you couldn't pick Sam. Well, I know who I, I wouldn't pick Sam first. You wouldn't put if you're Frodo. Hell no. And you need somebody to go with you. You know who I am, dog. You know yeah, who I'm picking. I know who you are. I'm taking Strider, my man Aragorn, King Elisar. He's coming right with me, whether yeah. he wants to or not, because we're gonna hang. Okay. We're gonna smoke some pipe. Yep. We're gonna drink some marsh water, okay. and we're gonna whip out a Lendil, and we're gonna we're. Uh, I'm sorry, not a Lendil. Uh, <laughs> he's dead. We're gonna whip out Anduril, and we're 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 slaying some orcs. I get you. I don't All care right. if the the great eye is looking right at us. Hey, it's me and my it's me and my homie. Yeah. WWAD. Here's the thing. Huh? Who would you leave behind? Who would I leave behind? Try to get out. You try to get out of it, didn't you? you try to get out of your own. No, question. no. I was trying to. I was trying to cut off. Uh-huh. So you would go with. You take Sam with you. I never. You finish first. Okay. Uh, who would I? Who could I do without? Mm. Yeah. You know, I'm going to say it. The, the book version That's is amazing, but the film version, he's always 
He's great. He's great. Sure. But he's too much of just a laugh we all the time. Gimli can die. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's fine with me. I mean, it's not fine with me, but if someone's like going to die. I can't believe you. I actually really, I love John Reese davies Okay. I do. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know what? I mean, dwarves, are, they're great. They're cool. You know, they're awesome. I love Dwalin. Big fan yeah. of Dane Ironfoot. Um, gotcha. But, you know, hey, uh, <laughs> I'm not losing in my hobby buddies. No, no, I'm not no, losing. No. Definitely not losing Aragorn because he's coming with me. And Legolas, I don't know, dude. I love Legolas. I think that he's he's pretty powerful. I can't believe you didn't choose Sam to go with you. I'm, I'm choosing Sam to go with me. So cop out, no brainer. Now, if I couldn't choose Sam, um, I think I would take, Mary. You'd take Mary. I might take Mary. Yeah, yeah. I might. I like Mary a lot. You wouldn't pick Pippin. Wow. wow. No, actually, I was I'm about Billy. to say Pippin, but I. I I don't think I can really decide. Well, you should have been so influenced. Too. That's not what Frodo would do. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> okay. Time to share the load? Time to share the load. Yeah, boy. Um, so, you know, hey, friends, this is where uh, we appreciate, you know, everyone who has supported us already. Kind of kind of in shock, you know. Blown away, um, honestly. You know, we, we do have goals, you know, uh, that uh, we want to get to. We want to go to more cons. We want to do more interviews. You know, one of our, this is like a fan, this is like a dream, right? One of our dreams is, is to track down the fellowship. You know, one by one, put a mic in front of them and just, I know we got to get, we got to get Billy on the horn. We got to, we're, we're going to work on that. Um, but, uh, you know, the, so when you guys, when you guys support the podcast, you know, um, that's huge. We, yeah. we have on there for you guys, some rewards, uh, you know, just different things that we provide like an exclusive monthly podcast, yes. um, which could be several things. It could be the appendices. It could be the travel pod. It could be no rush, which is <laughs> no rush, no hour. rush hour. Uh, very, very. Very probably our, our most dangerous recording. Probably, yeah. probably is. Um, bunch of other different types of pod- a Hobbit's Guide Home. We're doing yep. some histories there, uh, so we have fun with that. And actually, I think this month we're going to have. I think we've uploaded, as of this posting, we will have uploaded three different exclusive podcasts to Crazy. that. And so that's been a lot of fun. Yeah, it has. Uh, and part of why we've done that is because of my goof with the t-shirts. Um, you know, in the in the whatever, you're you're harder on yourself than than Gandalf is, my friend. Anyways, if you not, not a big deal, it's gonna uh, be worth the wait. I mean, we apologize for it, but it'll, it'll be it'll be worth it. It will. You're gonna have and a great T-shirt. It will. And and honestly, you know, twice a year we're hitting you guys up with the with the packages. Yep. So we've got a package coming to you guys um, who are at the Elf tier, uh, which is pretty neat, I think, and uh, has some some cool stuff in it. So we're yeah. excited about that. Yeah. Uh, and we'll we'll do that again around Christmas time too. So you definitely want to. You know, jive, um, j- jump in. Jive in jive with in. us. <laughs> it's one thirty. Jive in with us, Why y'all. Why do we start so late? Do, 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 do the hand job. I don't know what that is. Anyways, so um, yeah, you can uh, check us out there at uh, patreon.com forward slash up talking Tolkien and um, get all the goodness there. We may, uh, I've been pitching the idea that uh, beforehand, I mean, again, we started here at like 11 o'clock on a Friday. We typically record on Fridays. Yep. Uh, at some point, we would post a link in our Patreon and we would be live. Yeah. We would do these which episodes live, scary. which is very scary. Uh, yeah. Lane is very worried about it. Uh, I take a lot of bathroom breaks, you know. He, he did He did this episode. I, I would challenge you to see if you can let me know which minute uh, it was. Ooh. And perhaps maybe I will send, send a, a the, the first person to reply and figure out when okay. we took a break a this challenge episode. At the end. All right. Uh, All right. We will send you something. Okay. So, Challenging of the fellowship. I like that. We might as well do that before we go live. We could take something out of the uh, the Weta 
uh, Lucky Dip yeah, Box. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, we, we could. could. Yes, we could. Uh, so that would be that would be fun. But I would love to do a Discord um, sort of. It would be kind of like our Friday hangout. You'd get to listen to uh, the pre-show. Are you Melkor? And then the post-show. Wow, uh, we've got uh, pretty good, huh? That was good. Uh, we've got Gavin with Goldberry, yep. where we kind of sit in the kitchen, sit in the living room, uh, and talk about various things. We talked about uh, what were we talking about today? The 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 I don't mediums. Remember. Mediums. Oh my gosh! <laughs> we were yeah. speaking to the dead. You know, <laughs> trying to figure out which ones were legit and which ones were, you know, might have been a little vague. It was just fun stuff. You never know. Wow. What, you that's, never know. That's a chapter in the Pentecostes for right. sure. You never yeah. know what what Goldberry is going to uh, talk to us about. ASMR. Did you came bring up. it up? Did I? I, I think know. you did. Well, she talked to me about it. Oh, so I mean, she's amazing. It made my night. Yeah. Um, so there's that. You don't want to miss out on Gabin with Goldberry. So which no. is coming soon. So uh, jump in there. But that's it. Um, save it for the end of the show because it's just an extra way to help and support us. And before we uh, sign off here, we want to thank everyone for um, over like a hundred uh, reviews on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you guys have given us good feedback. We're happy to hear that you enjoy you know, the show thus far. Tons um, of reviews on, on Facebook too. It's all downhill from here. Tons of, right. uh, so just, <laughs> Literally we're riding horses a lot. So, you know, we got to, we got, yeah. Uh, yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> but we, we, you guys, I, I, I want you to know that like we, Really, really, really appreciate that. If oh, you yeah. can't, if you can't, um, if you don't want to do Patreon or you, you know, um, what have you, and like the, the review on iTunes, uh, it boosts the podcast. It gets it out there to more people. More people mm-hmm. can join our book club, um, and it just means a lot to us because you guys yeah, have said some nice things in there, yeah, uh, really. and things. And there's some critiques that you know we've um, taken and and, and and adjust the show. But for the most part, we do this because we love it and we have a good time, yeah. and we don't mind. Rambling. We were born rambling men. We might and, hire uh, an editor one of these days, you know. Good guy. Cut us down. Right. Yeah. But then all the fun would be out of it. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Never an editor. Never. Well. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so if if you uh, if you've been listening for a while too, and you haven't uh, jumped onto the Facebook group and you haven't engaged with people, well, don't be afraid to do that. We have such a really good community, yeah. a positive group of people. It doesn't matter really when you come in. Yeah. Uh, if this episode, if you're just coming in and it's been posted for half a year and you mm-hmm. think well I don't know if it's time for me it is time it's time for you to hop in there and talk with folks and share things uh, that you've learned because and opera you know, is never late no they never are Nor right are they early no I think somebody said in the Bywater post that it's something that's been affecting them it was Darren for over 20 years yeah you know what mm-hmm. I mean something we can always kind of keep coming back to so yeah. we're not going away um, we're going to be talking to you about Tolkien for years to come yeah and uh we would love to have you in there talking with us. Um, and if you can provide a review, cool. Yeah. You can just provide a comment on, you know, something in Facebook. If you're not into social media, you know, email us uh, your Tolkien story. Yeah. Email yeah. us your story. Um, just listen and enjoy, you know, yeah. go read the stories yeah. and, and have a good time. Yeah. So, um, there's that. All wow. right, my friend. Well said. I can't really, um, I can't really volley that one, man. Sorry. That was, that was all your goodness. Well, I'm not really sorry. Weekly Well Wishes, formerly Fortnite Farewells. We want to thank you for stepping um, off the boat onto dry land with us. Our next episode <laughs> will be taking a minute to reflect upon the Fellowship of the Ring, books one and two as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, uh, leave a comment, send a shadow facts. We'll see you in a Fortnite. Hobbit Fortnite, that is. And remember... Frodo lives. And so does Boromir at this point. Right, too. At the, yeah. So <laughs> he Boromir will die. Lives. Right, right. But as far as still alive. Right. Go sleep. Go sleep.